My name is Thomas Busby. Welcome to the Splash Damage Podcast. I'll be your host tonight. Uh, tonight we are joined by the Lord of Sunlight, John Lapari. Oh, that's a good one. Go dogs. I'll yeah, take it. Thanks, Thomas. Good, that's a good we one. are also joined by the Elite Knight, Nathan Collier. I did I rocked that armor. That's cool. I rocked that armor. This is great. I upgraded and that armor. We are joined by the Chosen Undead. <laughs> Andrew Parker. Hey. <laughs> All right. So uh, tonight our podcast is on Dark Souls. We're going to be talking about uh, the good and the bad. Um, but to begin, we're going to have a friendly fire question. This oh, yeah. is kind of our oh, yeah, warm-up question. Uh, gets the pipes going. And uh, the question is related to the fact that, well, Dark Souls is a classic. It was re- released in 2011 <laughs> and has garnered uh, quite the reputation since then. You're so biased. You already started with the propaganda, and we're not even in it yet. <laughs> All right, so with that, uh, because it's an old game, because uh, some of you hadn't played this till now, uh, what are the biggest gaps in your gaming past? What are some seasons that you missed for whatever reason? Whoever wants to I'll go, go first. Uh, so pretty much like 1997 to like 2007, I just did not game a lot. I remember because after Final Fantasy VII came out, I was pretty much like, I think I'm like more into girls than I am in video games. And so it was like college was starting. And so got really into games. And like I got into like a Medal of Honor game in like 2004, 2005. And I was like, holy shit, video games are like so good. It yeah. was like 2004. I was like. Oh shit! This Medal of Honor game. What the heck? That was probably Frontline, I think, or whatever. It was um, Al- it was Allied Assault. It was like oh, a, or, or, no, yeah. European Assault. European oh, Assault. Yeah. Um, and then pretty much like Halo Three came out in like 2007 and got an Xbox to play Halo in 2007, and I've just been a huge loser since. So, yep. Me? Yeah. What you got? Uh, so, yeah, I have. <clears throat> My answer to this question is, first of all, listeners, we are about to talk about Dark Souls, and I want you to feel the electricity and tension <laughs> oh my God. right now. This that, is, is, that is This is a mere formality. Vibe. That is, like, existing between us. So I'm going to be super this quick, because I want to jump into this now. Yeah. Uh, I, I will say I missed the... I'm going to not answer with a year. I missed the Dreamcast slash GameCube era. Oh, like I, But pretty much both. Um, I didn't really, I didn't really get into too, too much. So that's how I'm going to answer both those systems go, whoever else. Dope. All right. So I didn't really have a phase and or a gap that I missed, but, uh, something that affected me. I missed no time. No, 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 not not true at all. There was, (laughs) there was a time. So now I try, I just, I love it. I try to get every system I can. Like that's like, that's one fun thing that I like to do. And that all stems from the fact that I was younger. I didn't have a PlayStation one. So I had a Nintendo 64 during that time and my parents weren't going to buy me two. And the PlayStation was mucho expensive when it Mm -hmm. came out. Um, so I didn't really do like the, uh, Sega Saturn. I missed all that. But the thing that, that I missed the most that I feel personally 
is the PlayStation 1. There's a lot of great classic <gasps> series that I've never played. I know, Thomas, you love the Resident Evil games. I've never played one second of any oh, Resident dude. Evil game. I know, dude, have not played 4, have not played the new 7, have not played the original 2, or seen the new remake stuff for 2. Anyways, not getting into it. Have never played a Spyro game. Have never played... I played, <laughs> like... Would you play Final Fantasy 7? Yeah, dude. I put because that was accessible on like thirty-two different machines okay, after okay. that came out. Seven was I went or 10 tactics to play. I did play tactics. That came yeah. out on the like, oh, Game you played Boy. Seven after ten. I went ten, eight, nine, seven, eleven, wow. twelve. Wow, that's you, an interesting. And, and you never played Resident Evil Two on like the N sixty-four. I never played any of the Resident Evil games. Huh. Dude. Wait, two didn't come out on N sixty-four. It did come out on N sixty-four. Okay. Ooh, anyways, we got you. all. <laughs> Y'all, y'all, better, y'all stop fighting already. Stop fighting already. Anyways, just to finish my list so we can get into this charade. Uh, then, And I'm a big RPG story guy. RPG guy. I miss Vagrant Story. I miss the original Xeno Gears. I miss the sequel to Chrono Trigger, Chrono Cross, which I own now and still have not played. <laughs> I miss the original Grandia, and I never have played Sukaden 2, which is a big one. Okay. So, anyway. Have you played Sukaden 1, though? No, I haven't played that. Oh, okay, you haven't played Sukuden 1. I've only, <laughs> only Sukuden I've played was 3 on the PS2. Is that right? Was 3 on three, the PS2? 3, 4, and 5 were on the PS2. I yeah. played the one. Oh, I, bought I, one at, I bought one at Kmart. I can't remember which one it is. <laughs> not a big Sukuden guy, apparently. Like, I mean, when, if, you, when, if, if you buy it at Kmart, you're probably not. When faced with <laughs> Sukuden's like, hey, do you, you here's 180 characters. Be who you want. I was like, no, I don't want like, yeah. Dude, prepare. Oh. It gets to a point where it's like, what? Okay, I'm not even going to get into that because yeah. I'm going to. I will probably. Do this is the Sukaden cast. Hey Thomas, talk to me. All right, so uh, so I played <laughs> games all throughout my childhood. Mm-hmm. I got a Nintendo when I was I think four. Very cool. Played Mario. Very cool. Begged my parents for a Super Nintendo. Played that. Great. Begged them for a Sega <clears throat> Genesis. They got us that. They got my brother a Game Gear. They got me a Game Boy. They got us an N64, a PS1 eventually, PS2. <laughs> I had pretty much everything. The Your golden child. A Dreamcast. It was out of con. So Your I parents loved you. Yeah. Our parents hated us. So, uh, <laughs> so they got us all this, and I, 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 I'm really sad because I had every copy of GamePro and Nintendo Power. Oh my and lord! And I had them all. I <laughs> saved all of them. <laughs> Because I had so subscriptions awesome. to them. Dude, why would you ask us a question and then just rub our faces I, in no, it? No, 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 So I had all these. And How then, many PlayStation 1s did you have? <laughs> we had like one for every room, one obviously. For every room, like, yeah. Yeah. So, so, I, so I played hard all the way into college. Okay. And uh, when I got out of college, I even continued to play. And I probably the biggest game I played post-college, this was 2008, was uh, Metal Gear Solid 4. Nice. And then right when I played that, I, I just like kind of stopped. Okay. okay. Wow. So uh, I was working um, at a church at the time. My like role there was getting more prominent, and uh, I just kind of like stopped playing games. Yeah, it I, happens. I just thought they were kind of they were taking a bunch of time. Sure. And it's it's easy to play games when you uh, get to be an adult and you have like tons of responsibility and you have to kind of like just make the time for it. Yeah. But when you're in your early twenties, yeah, and you need to do things they can just kind of they fall yeah they, they can fall on the all, wayside all all your time so um great great rapid fire question yeah just, when when you when, no i didn't even I say a, what i missed I'm just, <laughs> yeah. yeah so what did you miss uh well let's see i missed everything from uh probably Killzone 
three. What year? That was probably 2008, 2009. Oh, And dude. then oh. I did not start playing again until I got married, which was almost five years ago. Dude, okay. so you, so you kind of downplayed the video game thing when you were dating Martha. Dude, I did. Oh, man, she's going to listen Dude, I to need this. To, that's what I need to be doing, man. Yeah, it's okay. I need to bat. I need to. I need to but I didn't. We'll do an episode down. about that. I, I guys, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. guys <laughs> what are we doing right I now? I'm actually interested in these aspects of I didn't downplay it. It was legitimately just like not a part of my life. Yeah. yeah. And then we get a big TV at a, at a Black Friday sale, and I get that thing, and I'm like, sure. Oh, I got a PS3 in this thing. Let's freaking See, like that, that doesn't make sense to me. You got a TV and you were like, I, I gotta play some games on it now. Yeah, because because I didn't have a TV what were you before doing before? that. Like or reading books or you, something. You have to justify that purchase, number one. So you gotta get content for it. I totally that's I feel you on that. It's like, yo, dude, I got this baller new TV. I gotta get all these games to play on it. Obviously. So was it like, oh hey, honey, surprise, by the way, I'm a huge gamer. Yeah. She didn't know. <laughs> wow, wow! I will wow, say wow. I never really hid that from Sarah, and I'm glad I wasn't hiding it though. That that's the thing. That it was, was just in hibernation. Yeah, like yeah. I yeah. wasn't doing it. Okay, and it was uh, a sleeping dragon. Well, I yeah. will say that <laughs> I have a better answer to your question, and I'm not. We're not going to go into it. First off, you said you missed Killzone Three. That sucks. There's a beautiful piece. of No, music. that was the last one I played. <laughs> okay, the th- the theme music for that and Ever We Fight On, but George Demand is one of the most beautiful pieces of game music ever made. By the way, get weird with that. The strings in that are on fucking point at the beginning. But I will say that I have never really missed phases of gaming, but there have been phases of my life where I have like Andrew comes to this we all come to this 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 uh moment of clarity there have been moments in my life where i have fallen out of love with gaming Mm -hmm. and there have always been games that have brought me back into it and the last time that's a cool thing well the last time that i had fallen out of it i've been back in it since but the last of us brought me back in and i Mm. platinumed the last Mm. of us and i was like dude i just gotta stay i gotta stay in the community there are gonna be droughts but Cool things are happening. Cool like, things are happening. Yeah, you I get a sophisticated get, game I, like Last of Us. And it's so just, sophisticated. Uh, God, God. It's so sophisticated. Unsophisticated. <laughs> okay. But anyways. Anyway, that's not why we're here. That yeah, is. yeah. So that was the uh, Friendly Fire question. Thanks for your participation. <laughs> yeah. uh, now it is time for the real the real reason we're here, which is to... I love uh, all three of you. I'm mm, just going to say it about at the Dark front. <laughs> um, oh my the gloves God. are coming off. Maybe. Pull, pull your punches. But, yeah. uh, so in, anyway, to start the conversation on Dark Souls, Let's do I, it. I think it is important to hear um, what our experiences with From Software Games are and how did these experiences impact your playthrough of Dark Souls. Sure. Okay. Who wants it? I, go. go. Okay, okay, cool. Go. Yeah. yeah, all right. So, <clears throat> me playing Dark Souls. <laughs> From games, and we'll keep it central to Dark Souls, for me are a completely different emotional experience than any kind of game. Sorry about my voice. Uh, than it's any... emotional. It's okay. I, yeah, I'm choked up about it. Mm-hmm. And when I say emotional, <laughs> I mean a very particular kind. I, I mean a very particular kind. Uh, basically, the game is very frustrating. You are yes. you're dying a lot. That's a very intentional thing built into the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I found myself 
with a super high level of stress playing through Dark Souls. A level of stress that I I came over the other night and I watched Thomas play some Dark Souls and he was laying back on his couch with his legs crossed. And I almost never oh, I myself, I almost never play Dark Souls in that physical position. Yeah. I am on the edge of my seat or standing. Right. I hate I hate dying in games. I hate it. Right. I hate getting killed yep. in any capacity. Yep. I have done so many playthroughs of long campaigns with no deaths. Yeah, sure. And I am I am so proud of those moments. Yeah, not so this one. I, I not this one. Not, not this, this game. one. Uh the the emotional payoff that everyone talks about is be, is beating a boss one. Or finding a link up on the map that connects one part to another. Sure. For me, beating a boss, not a high emotional payoff. Sure. For me, I I said to myself... what, what the crap next section what what's the what how ridiculous yeah. is this next section going to be yeah, yeah that's what i said yeah. that that's what i said I, I i never went like like when that defeated thing comes across the screen to, uh i i never was like yes yeah. i was never fist pumping i was never yeah. hugging my wife yeah. i was i was like i was dropping the controller i sure. was shrugging i was it saying was... god what's the what is this next yeah. piece of crap going area going to be <laughs> yeah like apart from <laughs> apart from you know I will say, I did get a decent emotional payoff from uh, linking up areas of the map. Mm-hmm. When I found out that when I found mm-hmm. the back way into Blight Town, yeah. that was a super cool moment. Yeah, the back way into Blight Town, highly recommend. Way, way easier, way better than the front way through Blight Town. <clears throat> and when I found that, I was really, really happy. And I knew from now on, when I go to Blight Town, that's how I go there. Yeah, I take the elevator, I go to the ruins, and then I take the other one, and then I go to Valley of the Drakes, and then I run across the bridge. Blah blah blah. That I, I once I learned that i loved it yeah uh so that payoff was high um i just think that uh, is it miyazaki is that how i say it miyazaki he is the willy wonka of pain and suffering and and to me you you enter you enter this world and you think you're in this magical place and you're going to explore but what you don't realize is that the whole thing is about a test of you Mm -hmm. which is Willy Wonka. So so I, I that's what I found. And I feel like for a lot of people, killing a boss is a really high emotional payoff. For me, I, I just was like, God, what? Okay, now what? It's, like, now, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, that's the way I would explain it. Yeah. Um, so the question is, uh, what, what, you know, what are my experience with From Software games? Uh, so going into this Dark Souls, the only game that I play from From Software is Bloodborne. And I had heard so much about Dark Souls. I had heard so much about the series when I got into Bloodborne. I really didn't know what to expect. I just knew that it was going to be good. And, man, Bloodborne was awesome. I really enjoyed Bloodborne. Uh, I thought I never understood um, all these all these just, like, negative emotions that people harbored against Dark Souls and stuff like that. I was like, I don't see any of that in Bloodborne. Like, I just didn't see it at all. And now I totally get it. Like, I totally get it in the, in, in the worst of ways. But that being said, like, so, I've only played Bloodborne, so it's difficult to go back. It's, it's, it's a good, it's a good, it's a educational experience to go back and see where it came from. And I, I really like from software as a developer because i can see that change that they've made um there were things in this game that just really frustrated the absolute shit out of me but (laughs) i i i see that they they took some of those things out 
which is hard for a developer to go back and say, you know, maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe our bad right there. Maybe that's, you know, at a 12 and we should put that down to an eight, like, or some <laughs> shit like that. Um, but there were things in Bloodborne, you know, some of the things were the first half of Dark Souls is just, just so much backtracking. And yeah. my favorite part, and we'll get into all this, my favorite part of Dark Souls, the only rewarding experience, Thomas, I'm sorry. <laughs> and I just want to touch on what Nathan said. This thing... Alright. Here's my... Okay. We're about, about, we're about to talk about Dark Souls, okay? And when you beat a boss, everybody says it's rewarding. It's not rewarding. It depends on the kind of person you are, all right? It depends. That's yes. entirely true. That's very true. Yes. It, it reveals things about yourself. Exactly. Exactly. And this is what I was about to say. It's not reward. It's reward for some people. It's relief for others. Like, yeah. it's just like, fucking God, that thing was... Yep. Like, let's be done with that. Let's keep going. And some people are like, yeah, did a thing. And other people are like, fuck that thing. Like, it's the most. So the last time we did a podcast, we started off, we said, I asked everybody, who would you sit down and play a game with and why? And I said Roger Ebert because I wanted to prove to him that games can be art. And And I said in the podcast, I don't know what I was showing. I can't remember what my answer was at the time, honestly. But... I would show Roger Ebert Dark Souls because one the defining factor of art is that it evokes an emotional response from people, but it's not the same for everyone. Mm-hmm. And you look at a game like Dark Souls, and it's so polarizing. Yeah. Some people just – and it's not about the bullshit of it. It's about people – some people – enjoy the gameplay loop that i hate so much they like it they like to be punished and tortured for no reason for some reason it's rewarding to them yeah and i'm just like it's not so dark souls is like this litmus test of a gamer's Mm. personality and i think there's i think there's brilliance in that i think it's got a lot of fucking issues but (laughs) going back to the only thing that's rewarding for me and i'm i'm not gonna just blow my whole load here but i'm just gonna i'm gonna send it to andrew but the rewarding thing for me my favorite part was uh the the world design and how everything interlinked together the only the only experience I had that that made me feel good, that was awe inspiring, is the way that they connected everything together. Like that yeah, was yeah. the only pretty much redeeming thing about the game. And yeah, I don't that's mean fine. I know, I know. You don't. I mean, I'm not apologizing for it, but <clears throat> I just want you to know, Thomas. <laughs> all right, there are, there are two great lies about Dark Souls. And what are gonna, those lies? Do you want to know right now? <laughs> yeah, tell me. The first is is that Dark Souls is hard. We're not going to get there yet. I never said that. Dark Souls. No, dude. Everybody says Dark Souls is hard. Dark Souls is not hard. These are subjective opinions. Dark Souls <laughs> is not hard. Also, Dark Souls is not rewarding. So I just went into a little bit of the Dark Souls is not rewarding thing. It all come to, comes down to your personality. We'll get more into that when we get to the gameplay of it. it's not hard? Get Dark Souls. God, do you want? We're not going to do it right now. Let's get to the game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's okay, just let me wait. Do, wait, wait, wait. Yeah. Let me do, let me do Your a bird, experience. Let me, yeah. let me do my bird's eye view. So, after Thomas sees, hey, uh, Nathan, do you remember when we first hung out in the in the coffee shop? Yeah. And wasn't I telling uh, Thomas how much I hated Dark Souls? And yeah. You, got, you guys were like, y'all should do a podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Yep. I was literally. This was like 2013. I was like, this game fucking blows. And Thomas was like, <laughs> but he has a story. Bro. And, 
And, and Nathan was like, you guys should do a podcast. And then we played Alien Eyes. So anyway, this whole podcast goes back to Dark Souls. Anyway, so Thomas nagged me enough about playing it. And I never do that to anyone. So whatever. Anyway, I agreed to him that I would play this stupid game. I actually enjoyed it. I enjoyed the challenge kind of for like the first 40 hours. I got to fucking Smowornstein. You came over. You tried to beat him. You couldn't beat him. We both were just like so frustrated. I think I got video of dual, how pissed you, are you were. Are, this is the dual, the dual yes, boss. Smoke yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. The big guy, the big guy yeah. little guy. I don't yeah. So I basically I was, was never able to beat Smowornstein. I got this middle school kid from the youth group to come in and help Sweet. me with it. <laughs> Not embarrassing at all. <laughs> nice. And basically, I've gotten other people to help me along the way. I got to Gwyn. I am still in the fight with Gwyn, and I was like... You know what? Fuck this game. Like, <laughs> so I never beat Gwen because sure. fuck this game. So anyway, I've never beaten Gwen. I got to Gwen. Um, but yeah, my 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 thing about this game is, um, if you're gonna be hard, it needs if if you're if like, I think the thing that I'm okay with the hardness in a lot of games is I can often play them through. They teach me. I can play them through on e- easy or or I know what I need to do to get better. It shows me a path for how to get better. Mm. And this game doesn't fucking do any of that. It just throws hard nonsense at you. And so and and I'm okay with a game doing that, but it better have its shit together. And this game does not have its shit together. And as we'll discuss, there are actual objective, like just broken aspects of this game. And people who say this game is a masterpiece, it's not a fucking masterpiece because so much shit is broken. In <laughs> right. It. And Bloodborne might be a masterpiece. I haven't played Bloodborne, but to me, okay, it's a great game. It might be a masterpiece to some people, but to me, it by definition cannot be a masterpiece because of how much broken shit is in this game. So I, okay. I will say to that I believe I do believe a video game is more than the sum of its parts. And I think that a video game can have a lot. I think it can have a multitude of sins, like mm-hmm. I believe this game has, yeah. and still be a good video game. Sure. Masterpiece? Which, which is what I no. believe this is. I believe this is a very, very good video game. I think you're right. I think it has a lot of sins. But I but I think all video games are more than the sum of their individual parts of their the experience. Game, of their experience. That's sure. right. And, and, and I'll so, forgive. And there's a lot of games where I will yeah, I'm gonna be I'm trying to be somewhat sub- objective. Like there's there's flaws like a cyberpunk game, I'll be like, oh yeah, the, the mouth movement sucks in Deus Ex Mankind Divided. The story kinda sucks, but yeah. I fucking love it because I like cyberpunk games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're right, but I'm also not calling that game a masterpiece. So yeah. anyway, Thomas. Yeah. All right, so my experience with Dark Souls, uh, I played <laughs> Alien Isolation back in 2014. Uh-huh. And then uh, I was looking for another game to play on the PS3. I just looked up, like, RPGs that, like, I haven't, hot? I haven't heard of. Hey. No, what I what I what I found <laughs> was I looked up RPGs that I haven't played, mm. and uh, there was like, you know, a couple of games on there and Dark Souls, and I was like, Dark right. Souls, that sounds cool. So I just went and bought it, and I fired it up, and I like just kept going. Yeah. Did you ever have a? Uh... Did you ever have a point when you were playing Dark Souls? I'm very curious about this because I've honestly never really talked about your journey with Dark Souls. So this is a great place so, to do so it. So let me tell you my my yeah. overall journey. Then you can tell me Go for it. No, the no, small no. parts. Yeah, no, no, so, do your thing. So I picked up Dark Souls. Yes, you did. And I played it. Yeah, you did. And I played it for 90 never hours. Stopped. Okay. All right. <laughs> so I played it for a long time and I beat it. Okay. Then I said, man, are there other games like this? And I looked it up and then I went out and bought Demon Souls. Okay. 
right after Dark Souls, I bought Demon Souls. Back I to played back. that. I said, is there another game? I went out and bought Dark Souls 2. Right. And I played it beginning to end. Then I heard about Bloodborne, and I was like, oh, no, I have to get a freaking PS4. I don't have one. If I want to play this next game, I have to do that. In comes the thermal paste. So I bought a PS4 <laughs> right. in order to play Bloodborne. So I played all four of their games back to back to back to back to back. Okay. And I just wanted, like, more of it. I wanted to, like, feel that, like, initial feeling of, like, discovery and challenge. Sure. And, uh you know, like, newness, like, over and over again. So when you were playing Dark Souls, though, like, let's specifically this game that we all played, did you ever have a, like, this 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 period of not liking it? Or was, was yeah. the, was, we'll get into the gameplay. You can throw us to the gameplay, but there's, you know, it, it takes a while. It takes, you have to get it took me, into the rhythm it of took that. Me. And did you enjoy the experience of getting to know what Dark Souls is. I did enjoy it, yeah. Okay. I, I, what part about the... We're all talking about the emotional payoffs that didn't happen for us. Is that, <laughs> is that, something, is that something different in your experience? Did you, were, you getting, were you getting different emotional payoffs? I mean, something kept, something kept you in it. And rather than do, like... I don't want to do a whole, like, what's the psychology of Thomas that's different from us? But, like, w- why... Like, what is, <laughs> what is the... Uh, I guess because obviously there's there's enough fans of this game that not just you, lots of people are getting something <clears throat> that I'm not getting. And and what what is that? I don't know. I just thought that um, when I played it, it made me think of like a super old school, just like impossibly tough game where mm. I have yeah. to like memorize patterns. Sure, yeah. mm-hmm. like that 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 like playing. You Radius on the SNES. Yeah. Like that game I love because it's the same stuff in the same way that comes at you the same time over and over and over. Yeah. And you just make like incremental progress until you master the entire thing. Yeah. And it was like that like over and over again, which just like drew me in sure and And i and and i will say there are areas once you learn a specific area and how to work the enemies in that area you will eventually get to the point where you do look like a badass going through that area and the first time you went through it you will (laughs) i I mean there's so many parts the first time you go through the area you're you're just like stumbling around you look like an idiot and then and then the fifth sixth time you do it you kind of are like i'm 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 good at this area now yeah 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 and for me i i always got to the point where i was just like breathing a sigh of relief that i got through that area i didn't feel like a badass i felt like oh thank god i got like okay cool i got through that this time and um (laughs) and and i guess enough of those stacked on top of each other made me say like "Ooh, i don't i'm just not getting whatever everyone whatever everyone else is getting okay i've seen i've seen you i've seen you play dark souls i've watched you play dark souls and like at my house oh sorry that's creepy i'm just i'm just I've very intimate. I've watched you play Dark Souls. No, no, no. I'm just saying you've come over to my house yeah. and talking about Thomas's psychology, and you get pissed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. You get super pissed. Yeah. So is that part of like the payoff for you? Is like, yeah, it's just super, I, super frustrating. I, I, I you think, don't think it's not frustrating? No, no, no. I think it's frustrating, but I don't think it's something that you can't overcome if you yeah. Let's, slow down and like... Let me phrase that a different way. 
What I said? Yeah. No, what he asked you. Okay. Do you think Dark Souls is a fair game? Hmm. I think parts of it are fair. I think parts of it aren't. Okay. Go yeah. more into that, please. But uh, but I, I that, that could be a good I going into that, gameplay question. I yeah. think that well let's go into the gameplay yeah. since that's where we're at. Uh second question. Um there's a lot of gameplay mechanics. You got combat, exploration, item management, evading, blocking, dying. You'd probably call that one. Yeah, no. Uh, would you include anything that I didn't? How did these come together for you? Uh, where does it excel? Where is it flawed? Ooh, who wants to go? <clears throat> all right, I'm just going to jump in. Jump right. in, do it. Because I'm, I'm, I'm sure we're all going to hit on the same notes. So the gameplay, you said something interesting to me. And I will admit this to everybody listening to the podcast now. So one of the things that happened to me while I was playing Dark Souls is I was getting very frustrated with the inventory system. I think it's kind of a mess. Um, Specifically for me, I was very frustrated with how much work it took to use an item. So I spent at least two or three hours when I started this game hitting every button in every combination, in every scenario, just to make sure that I didn't say some newbie shit to Thomas when I asked him a question later. And sure as shit enough, I did. I I thought you had to press start, go into your item menu, select a thing, and then use it. One, but all you have to do is put it to a slot, which I had done, and then press square, and then he uses it. So... I missed the fucking glowy orange thing on the floor, which that I think tells you that, yeah. that tells you that, which I think is terrible. But yes. that is, again, that's subjective. People like to search stuff for that. I am not Dark Souls. The, the, the pacing, the speed of Dark Souls really works for some people. For me, I come from one of my favorite game of all time is Mega Man X. It's a totally different speed. I mm-hmm. like to be fast. I like to be nimble. I like to be quick. I like to just narrowly jump over something that an enemy does. I like to blow them up. I like to get in, get out, dash mechanics. Dark Souls not like that. And I can appreciate the fact that I don't work in that sense. But you know, there's so many. It's not just the weight of it. I I don't like the combat. I think that the stat system. Again, it's weird because Bloodborne had great combat, but there are things about Dark Souls that I don't like. I don't like, I don't like the uh, the myth that you can play Dark Souls like you want to play Dark Souls. I don't believe in that. And like, Wait, people, who said that? Everybody, everybody's like, you can you the 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 idea at the beginning of the game that there's like 15 classes to choose from. That's horseshit. Yeah. The stat system itself. You want to? There, you you posed a question one time. There, there are classes, and they all have shields. Oh, dude, I'm not talking about shields. First off, I don't like shields. If that's okay, what you're yeah, no, at. I mean no, no, no. that that is one thing that I've heard you say that you don't like the combat because of that. Because yeah. you're always like, well, cowering behind. I don't the like shield. that. Right? Yeah, I'm, and and I I think the multiple play styles. Yeah, is uh, first of all, if you're gonna go with without a sh- shield, that's not like a first time thing. That's like a you're an expert at the game, and I okay. want to like add another challenge. The only reason I did that, Thomas, is because it brought the speed of the game up to where I needed it to be okay. for me to like be fun. Like when I would go to a boss, yeah, my immediate thing, and like I guess the <clears throat> game wants you to sit back and be methodical. I don't do that shit. 
Like, he starts coming at me. I'm not going to sit. I'm coming back at you, bro. This is what I have learned as a man in 2018. Like, if you run at me, I'm running at you. So if if he's coming, I'm running. And I know that my dodge roll is the most OP move in video game history. The Dark Souls dodge roll is, like, the most gangster shit of all time. I don't care if you swing a sword on fire at me. I will roll under they that kind of They kind of invented iframes. Yeah. And I so, mean, and, and everyone else who does iframes now, right? it's almost like a Dark Souls thing. What, what I mean to say, Thomas, about it not playing the way that everybody says you can play different things mm-hmm. is... At the beginning of the game, I thought it was cool that you had a class system. I did not. I, I think it's a waste of time. I think it's a. I think it's a, a bad design to have individual elements that you can go in and select points for. I think if you want to play a certain way, that they should sh- they should describe to you how your character is going to be, how it's going to play. Like, hey, are you a fast, agile, nimble guy? Do you want to be a thief? Do you like to take hits? Do you want to tank? Do you want to be a paladin? Do you want to be like a glass cannon? Do you want to sit in the back and be an archer and like you but have no health? And as you're going through the game, when you gain levels, you you naturally progress in the areas that make your character stronger in that regard. So as opposed to choosing them, as opposed to and choosing how would them. you know which ones? Exactly, would, I love know? the choosing. I know, I know you do. It's subjective, is what I'm yeah, saying. Okay, but, now now wait, did y'all did y'all ever like see? Right on the yes. menu screen, where you could press a button and read about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. duh. You could press a button and read st- about everything. But I still have no fucking idea what most of those stats do. It's like, well, it, like I don't know how that stat would relate to my character. I mean, and I, and I've heard a lot of people say online the sh- the stats are bullshit anyway, and they don't even affect the game. The resistance so, stat is, but the few, rest aren't. So. so Finish what you're doing. I, no, no, I'm gonna. I go ahead and jump okay. in because I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get I'm gonna, <laughs> for I'm gameplay. Gonna, I'm gonna go okay. jump right into the other. Speaking thing. to gameplay and speaking about stats, I will say one of my one of my things about gameplay. Mm. Dark Souls is a world where y- you're you are supposed to embrace community, mm. and that mm. is something opposite of the way that I've been conditioned to play video games. Absolutely, I have I have been conditioned to play video games. Where if I have to go on the internet to figure out how to do something, it's a problem. I failed. Yeah, I didn't do good enough. I that, hate that. I, yeah. if I have to yeah. if I have to ask someone how to do something, yeah. whereas Miyazaki has made a game where he wants and expects and encourages all all of everyone to do that. Okay. So his from his point of view, it it is not a bad thing and it is not a thing that you do to say i failed i couldn't do this part he right. wants us all to do it but we are all conditioned the opposite way we right. are all conditioned in gaming that if we have to go online or ask a friend you know that's that means we're 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 whatever we're not good enough we 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 were too weak we couldn't figure out the area we're dumb blah 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 yeah. the other thing the other thing i didn't like i will say he has built a game that is uh, uh community is supposed to be a giant part of it mm-hmm. and i think it is sometimes a difficult community to interact with he has got a he has built a game that he he wants you to get in with the people and there's there there are some crappy people and yeah. i mean but that's anything on the internet sure. i mean it's that's not, anything in life it's, it's anything in life right the other thing the other things i don't like i really 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 did not like a a not having a one button pause 
and yeah. I I was in several situations. That's very true. That's I know so that dumb. you can. I know that you can pull up the menu and go to in game, and it will end your game, and then you can restart it, and it will, and you'll be right where you were. But that's not a quick pause. That's not the same thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know yeah. why he didn't put it in there. Having a quick pause doesn't make the game any easier to me. Yeah. If I have yeah. banked up fifty thousand souls, which is the currency in, in the game, and then my wife falls down some stairs. Yeah. I'm surrounded by enemies. And I and do you know what I mean? I have to yeah, I have I to know. die. I have to lose. Uh, when you die, you lose all your souls. You lose all your currency. Yeah. So if if I'm in a a real life situation where I have to sit the controller down, I, I have to I have to like just say, all right, well, or I, or first of all, I would probably say, honey, hang on, like this is fifty thousand souls. <laughs> like I like I would probably did like, you break no. anything? Yeah. yeah. Like all 50, right. Uh, you 50, good? 50, I'm good. Fifty thousand souls is like a lot. The other thing I didn't like. There are certain things that you cannot undo once you do them in the game. Yeah, buddy. Specifically with with aggroing or turning a friendly character aggressive against you. Mm. Now, the bonfire mechanic is built into the game that everything is supposed to reset, but there are some things it doesn't reset. Yeah. And I don't like that rule. It if you go well, it yeah. only resets enemies. That is what the game uh, tells you. There's random shit. Res- that sometimes gets reset, sometimes doesn't get reset. Like what? I was in the Duke's archive. I was coming down the ladder. Um, that he had this ready to box. go. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That fucking music box. There was something I did in there that resets when you go back to the start point, but sometimes it doesn't reset. I'm just saying, there's something else with a bridge. There's things that reset and there's things that don't reset, and it's just arbitrary. Dark Souls gonna Dark Souls. You don't fucking know. Figure it out. Like. <laughs> To to their credit, Thomas, the other thing that makes it feel like that is that your Estus Flask, which is your main component for healing, that does come back to you when you go to a bonfire. So a bonfire, a bonfire is supposed to feel like Relief. We, we back here. Yeah, yeah, All right, yeah. let's start over. Let's go again. Let's go again. The aggro thing, that's a completely different issue. And I suffered a huge blow to my manhood. I know you did. With this. And in, in the worst possible way. I had the worst – I literally think – I had the worst possible experience you could have with aggroing that you a did, friendly character. You did have the worst. It was bad. Just experience. I, and I don't know if any for who for Why those. Why don't you who tell it, your experience? It's first off. I'm on Thomas's team here. God. Oh, <laughs> oh God. It is okay. I oh, I knew it. I knew it. It's part of the game. I'm not gonna say it was my fault, but. <laughs> I knew it could happen. All right, I'm, I knew it could happen. Had you always tried out swords in front of him like that? Yes, dude. My katana okay. never got remotely. Dude. I'm telling you. Did you try out that scythe for the very first? That was time. the first time. Yes, okay, dude. Set, I know. Set the stage. All right, so, so people are in it with us. All right, so I use in your pain with you. So, so I. It's a long game, and so I uh, used a guide to help me get through it, just to speed up the process of finding where I needed to go and to do that stuff. I did beat the game, and. Um, I chose uh, the beginning of the game. My idea of making Dark Souls fun, what I really enjoyed in Blood, uh, Bloodborne, was being quick. I like being fast. I love the backstab mechanic. That's one of my favorite parts of Dark Souls. I like to get behind you because I'm better than you and stab you in the spine or the butthole if you're a, a boar. Whatever that is. It's very weird. I don't know so much detail weird in that animation. I'm super effective. Anyways... I'm glad it wasn't The Last of Us Part 2. So for that, it was uh, basically I learned that dexterity is what I need to go for. 
Long story short, I look up dexterity weapons, and there's a couple of them. There was the Balder Side Sword everybody was hot about. There was the Great Sith. And then there was the Uchi Katakanda, whatever that thing was, the, uh-huh. that katana. Which a katana, was yeah, yeah. So I got the katana, and I'm just like I'm beaten. I've beaten the whole game with this, and this is another, this is another another topic to get on. But Dark Souls didn't give me a story to work with, so I made my own. All right, and so <laughs> hey, hold it, hold it for the end. I am, but I'm just telling. This is okay, why good. it was a big deal for me. Is this was going to be my thing? I was a nobody. In a doo-doo cell that some guy threw a key to, all I know is that I got to ring these bells and uh, something's going to happen and I'm probably going to kill the big bad guy at the end. And I don't know what my purpose in this world is. I don't know why I'm here, but I know I've got a katana and I am Mm -hmm. fucking this shit up with it. And that's going to be my guy. So me and my homie katana, that's the story. We're going all the way to the end and we're killing everybody with this. I literally had an emotional attachment with this weapon because it's the only thing I could latch onto in this game. And you go through, and I meet a blacksmith. He's dope. We're homies the whole game. Agaroth of Astra. Astra of Agaroth. Whatever his name. Andre of Astora. This dude right outside of whatever that church. Is that outside the tower? Yes. He's the one you go down the stairs. He's he's usually the first blacksmith. It's literally home. It's like the first place you go into in the game, and it's like... Bonfire, weapon guy down here. Just feels good. It feels like the first hub that you get to. Anyways, you learn from this guy. Hey, you know, you bring him embers. He can upgrade your weapon. I get my katana to plus 10. I I figure out on the internet what I need to do to get it to plus 15. And that's when shit gets real with that thing. Then I can just, like, be in the zone. So I go off, and I, I run through this area... Where the ghost can't hurt you unless you, or the ghost you can't hurt the ghost unless you have a fucking thing and like so you just run through there and I finally get I finally which is wildly expensive I know I drain the fucking swamp and I get in there and I get the great ember or the big great ember or whatever it's called and I take it to my homie all right so I go into the inventory system and he the goes story. he goes yo I love this thing let me get this ember from you and I'll hook did you, you really up. say that oh no but that's kind of uh, what okay, that's okay. what the dialogue that's implies what he said. yeah and I go yeah, and I go get, if you get special embers like that he'll say like oh that's beautiful yeah you let should me, let me yeah, get yeah, that you yeah. should let me cop that and I'm like bro I'm gonna give it to you I know what you can do with it yeah and so I give it to him all right and I give it to him and before you give it to him like before you get into the inventory system you, he gives you that dialogue. So he gives me the dialogue. Yeah. I give it to him, and then I go into the inventory system. All right? This is this will play into, and I'll come back to this. I'm scared to death to do anything in Dark Souls. Thomas believes <clears throat> that Dark Souls is a game about experimentation. Dark Souls is not a game about experimentation. <laughs> you don't do anything in Dark Souls you're not 100% sure of. Yeah. You're not risking anything. You're not going down this path because it's yeah. fun to explore. I'm going to waste two hours of my life if I go down this path. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm not trying to click an item in my inventory that I don't know what it does because it really, I'm not, I may never get it back. It may be the key to beating the game in Dark Souls by just delete my save because that's the kind of shit it does. Like, who knows? So, I back out immediately. So, I do this. I don't want to, I don't want to accidentally spend it. There was another consumable item. I think it was a Titanite shard or chunk or something that I needed. I only had like very few. I had. I had exactly the amount I needed to get that thing up. Mm-hmm. All right, been doing the katana. But I had heard from the community that this great Sith is where it's at. I had gotten the great Sith. I hadn't messed with it. 
I back out of the menu before I accidentally put it into the Great Sith. I don't want to screw up my katana story. I pull out this fucking Great Sith. I back up, dude. I back up. I'm like ass against the wall. And I do. I just want to try the weapon set, and I hit R2. And this fucking guy takes like six steps forward and goes, Hiya! Oh, and just fucking like clocks that motherfucker across the face and hits the wall. All right? Frustrated about the hitbox there. 90% of the time, I don't hit enemies doing that shit, but I sure as shit <laughs> nicked his nose, and it pissed him off. And so he comes after me. So now the friendly blacksmith is 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 aggressive. Literally basically. the guy yeah. that I have given all my money to and been friends with the entire game yeah. is pissed yeah. off at me. Yeah. I run out of there. I run back. He's still mad. I run out of there. I run back. He's still mad. Which I, a bonfire won't. Right. I know at this point that I can't do anything. So I have to kill him because every time I go over there, he's going to murk me. Mm-hmm. So I kill him. I'm very frustrated. I immediately go to Thomas about this. I go to everybody about it. And we have a very heated discussion over text. It was like 70-something texts long. Long story short, that is a very frustrating mechanic. I then learned from Thomas that you can, in fact, get rid of aggro on characters. Which is something Ow. that they do not tell you. You can go absolve your sins now, by some dumb dick in a tower. I will tell you that... I feel like what a waste of time they that could was. have easily included instructions once you aggro a person. Yeah, because when you get cursed, yeah, it says you it, are cursed. It says you've been cursed. Seek the healer in Londo. Yeah, you're right. It so does, it, it does says tell that. you how to fix so that situation. So it says that yes. exactly. I've I know. So cursed. all yeah. it would need to do is flash this freaking thing on your screen. I know, dude. So that you would just know. And it could still be cryptic. It could still say, seek absolution. And then you would be like, but I know there's what's a absolution? remedy. I know. What do I do? But I know there's a solution and to the problem. And they don't tell you. So, I see both sides. <laughs> 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 this is my huge problem. But that freaking sucks. Yeah, it was bad. It was not a good time in my life. It just makes the, the big thing... All right. So the he, thing that sucks, too, is that he doesn't even give you anything good. He gives you a freaking blacksmith hammer for killing him. Yeah. If you got some freaking, like, dope OP thing yeah. that I wa- just, like, solved all your problems, that would be cool. I want everybody or to know that I... all the stuff that you originally gave to him. Yeah. There was some way to get that yeah. back. Yeah. I, I want everybody to know that I beat the game with that Sith for just... Just, just for because it felt fucking right in my life. It just destroyed me that I couldn't do it with my katana. But I was, I couldn't. I was. Scythe was more powerful than the. I katana? was just. Dis- Scythe is is. I w- it's pretty dope. It's the yeah. jam. But I was disgusted by the sight of that katana after that whole thing. I could not play with it anymore. I knew that it could never be the weapon that I wanted it to be. I knew that I could never get the experience I wanted out of it again. I was like, nah, bro. I'm just gonna if this if this if this is the instrument that I killed this guy with, it was my whole I'm just this is my I'm riding I'm riding or dying with this Sith. And that thing's terrible in a lot of situations. It's great for a lot of stuff. It's, it's big. Dude, tight spaces, which Dark Souls is all about, is <laughs> awful. It's yeah. awful. So I just ran out of there. But yeah, I'm so like, Shit, you got me hyped up again about that. <laughs> no, that's good. It, it's, I, I, okay, I have two big things about Dark Souls, and I just want to get these out of the way because they both have to do with gameplay. And then everybody else can talk, and this is basically my thing. 
we can argue about story when we get to that point. My two big things is that Dark Souls is not hard and Dark Souls is not responsive. All right. So why is Dark Souls not hard? I'll tell you this right now. I want to touch on what Nathan said about the community. I was going to save this for my big ball buster at the end, but I'll just go ahead and say it now. <laughs> the worst part about Dark Souls are the people that play Dark Souls games. And I I'm think just a lot of people out there right that now. play them are I know, terrible. I know. Thank you, and thank you for agreeing, but I just want everybody here to know that if you love Dark Souls, you're probably part of the problem. And <laughs> it's because... I, here we go. I'll just say it. Dark Souls is a good game. Dark Souls has a lot of flaws. I agree with okay? that. Okay? Yeah. And if people would just be people and just accept the fact that it has flaws, I cannot fucking stand people yes. who refuse to admit the obvious things that are wrong with this. The yeah. obvious things that from software the developer changed to make the great game that is Bloodborne. They knew they saw these things too. I hate when people talk about Blood uh, Dark Souls as this untouchable masterpiece yeah. when it's not. And the reason that I say Dark Souls is not hard. Okay, Dark Souls. Alright. Dark Souls is a game that is made. Dark Souls is a game that is made okay. for people who want to be invested in video games and find reward out of it but can't do that in games that require actual skill. That is Dang! not that is not that is not a burn. It sounds like a burn. It's not a burn. So, so you're like so like so you're telling me that I can't find enjoyment out of a game that requires skill. No, nope, that's <laughs> that not. That is what you just said. No, what I said. You and said it's for those people. This, I am one of those people. This is why. That's, therefore, that statement was right. Insane. This is this is why you misconstrued that. Is because I looked you dead in the eye when I said that, and I did not mean. We're talking straight. I know we are talking that. at each other right now. <laughs> what I mean by that is, it's a there. There's this. It's not everybody. Dark Souls is not hard. Dark Souls gameplay, the difficulty, as Nathan was saying, the difficulty in Dark Souls is having, God, Dark Souls is this, it's this, it's this, this test to see just how much you care about yourself and if you have any, any kind of self-respect or you care about your time. That's what Dark Souls is. And it's hard because Dark Souls will just take, will just take the time from your life and people just don't want to give it to it because it's not this thing where, Oh my god, I hate the fallacy that is get good in Dark Souls. Yeah. I that's why I picked that thief class when I first started cuz I thought I could if I could do it, if I if it was up to me, I could get it done. I could get good enough. And that is bullshit. In Dark Souls, it's not about getting good, it's about just staying just emotionally strong enough to get through the horse shit. That is the difficulty in Dark Souls. Uh. Dark Souls is about Oh, God, you got run over by a ball. I'm sorry you spent 25 minutes getting there. Start back over again. And you can't... The thing about Dark Souls is you can't get frustrated because then you've got to beat every little motherfucker along the way that got you there. You can't just get back to the boss, and that's what's frustrating because the combat in this game is not designed to reward. The combat in this game is designed to get... You get to a point against a boss, and you just learn incrementally... Like, after 25 times, you know where you need to be in a place to get the thing done against the boss. And that's the relief, not reward, just the relief from it. It's like, how many times do I have to kill the same fucking people to get to the boss to die within six seconds of getting in there to learn just what he looks like before he does his attack? (laughs) Dark Souls has no guts. 
Dark Souls has no balls. <laughs> it refuses to give Zero. the player a chance to get better. Dark Souls that is so like misguided. Dark Souls is scared of people with actual video game skill. It no! does not. It refuses, dude. It, it refuses to let people. They. It won't let people be good in a sense. It will not. Look. It. it, it if. If, 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 if. <laughs> this is gonna be a good one. All right, so look. If I'm done, go ahead. No, you're not I'm done. done. Don't say that. No, no, no. I want you Don't to talk drop to me. all that crap and then say you're done. I just, no, Thomas, Thomas, go, go, so, Thomas. Yes. That's so, what I mean. That's if what I mean. it doesn't require skill, okay. How can people like beat the game without getting hit? How can people? Because it's not hard. Because Dark Souls is not hard. Once you know the bullshit, it's well, you yes. seem to have a tough time with it. Check you this learn out. the bullshit. All right. You learn the bullshit is what he's saying. This is my one research thing that I did for Dark Souls. <laughs> okay. There's a Guinness Book of World Records. And the entry holder has beaten Dark Souls with nine different controllers. Now, this is something that could be not be feasible with a game that required... Lots of hand-eye coordination or could be done. This guy has beaten Dark Souls with the Rock Band guitar, the Rock Band drum kit, the Rock Band piano, the Rock Band microphone with only voice commands, the Donkey Konga bongo drum, (laughs) a single Wiimote, a DDR dance mat, a steering wheel peripheral, and the Xbox 360 controller which he only played with one finger for the entire playthrough. That is not real difficulty. That is the game making you learn how to play it. You can't just go in and beat Dark Souls. Dark Souls will time gate how long it takes you to beat the game. No, it doesn't. It totally You learn things, and you learn how to react to things. That's skill. Like, that's your skill developing over time. Okay. It's, I think, I think what, what he's saying yeah, is now that me you're and learning now the me and bullshit. I think, I think what he's saying is you're not good at video games. You're learning the bullshit of Dark Souls. You're learning the bullshit of Dark Souls. Is that what you're saying? You're learning the bullshit. You're not, you're learning to play Dark Souls is the hardest part of Dark Souls. Yes. Dark Souls itself is super easy. But what... I mean, d- does that not count as challenge of some kind? If if you like that kind of shit, I guess. Like, I don't... I mean, I want to play it at a... Ro- I want to play... And this is not a knock on anybody that likes Dark Souls. Again, this is... I told Thomas before we started this, I told everybody, we are going to attack objective things, not subjective things. There's yeah. nothing objective. About what? Ever. That's not uh, true. But there is. I can like talk what? about it. The, well, for instance, him. there's no storytelling in this game. That's an objective. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Hang on, hang on, hang on, John. Hang on, John. No, Let's we're say not that. Sure Let's yet. say that. Let's say that. Now, like, everyone... I'm not mad at you for liking no, it, No, I'm not mad at you. I just don't want you to, like, say things like there's objective things because it's all built on your experience and your opinion. For sure. Absolutely. Like, if other people have an experience and they get yeah. a different, like feeling out of it right you're forced to take those experiences into account okay that's just how community works here's here's a better way of saying this about the difficulty thing for dark cells nathan really needs to talk but i think (laughs) i think that anybody with enough time anybody a five-year-old could beat dark souls that is the only thing preventing anybody from Dark Souls. But beating. isn't that skill? You practice something and you get better. At I think, it? I think there's another. I think I, I go see Nathan. what you're saying. You go, Nathan. I think that there's another layer to it than that. You need enough time, but mm-hmm. you need enough patience, and you need enough. 
if you want to call it steadfastness or if you want to even call it stubbornness the right. game the game is stubborn at you yes. and you your response it's more than just time because i i could devote a, a ton of time Absolutely. to this experience if I wanted to, sure. and I choose not to. Yeah. And and the the like that decision is it's it, there's another layer to it. You so it's time, it's patience, it's like the the maybe hard headedness yeah. to 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 learn the and and you're right. A lot of this game is learning timing. Yeah, the whole thing is learning timing. This guy that's beating the game on twenty different kinds of controllers, his rhythms are probably all the same that's through all, all the controllers. Yeah. Yeah. All he has to all he has to learn is what motion or what button or what physical move is going to is going to make the subsequent move in the game, yeah. and then and then all the rhythm is the same. You're it right. doesn't change at all. Uh, so so I think it's I think it's it's just a matter of being stubborn enough back at it. Yeah. Um, and if you like that, that's the thing. It's like some yeah. people like that challenge. Yeah. That's if, the challenge for some still, people. It's still like a skill that you develop. It's still a challenge. What's a, what's a, what's a game you've played that you think takes skill? Okay. I, okay. For example, I think that there are, I mean, let's say doing difficult combos in Street Fighter. Like mm -hmm. I think there are just, it's just definitively like there is, there's a skill level there. Like the way it, what it takes to read an opponent, but those are multiplayer games and that's not fair. So like those, those in essence will always be a completely different experience. But something like, I mean, I don't, I mean, I guess all games come down to learning it, but I feel like a lot of games get out of your way. And Dark Souls doesn't get out of your way. This is the problem, is that the entire experience of Dark Souls is based on what Dark Souls wants it to be. Yeah. Like, if I could, like, I, for example, I have not played Horizon. But let's just say I start playing Horizon, and I start kicking Horizon's ass. Horizon is not going to, uh, it's not going to punish me for being good at it. And Dark yeah. Souls, you would say, well, it doesn't punish you for being good at it. But what Dark Souls does is it doesn't let me get good at it. It doesn't. It does let you get good. Dude, I can. Okay. All right. Really. That's fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. I think me... that Dark Souls does everything in its power to prolong your suffering so you cannot learn how to beat the game effectively. Now, once you, that's what but you there's didn't clearly, you beat there's... the game effectively? Yes, but dude, it took forever. Exactly. But it it but not because it's not because I didn't have the you know skill what? going into it. Go you ahead. What, and you know what I want to compare it to? Yes. Is have you seen a really you're into film, John, we're all into film. Have you seen a really <laughs> minimal I mean, I mean just you work in it. Um, have you all seen a really minimalistic movie that tells you fucking nothing? And it gives you a little bit, and it gives you a little kernel. And it, I was—I I wrote down uh, that movie, The American, with George Clooney. Okay. Like nothing fucking happens the whole movie, okay. and it gives you a little bit, and it gives you a little bit, and then at the end, something finally happens, and it feels so good because holy shit, something finally happened. That's a cheap trick to okay. me in a movie because it didn't take. It doesn't take skill. I don't think it took skill to make this game. They just made it fucking hard. To me, a game like... Like, there's hard games. Like, I haven't played Mario Odyssey, but it sounds like aspects of it are hard. It teaches you. It lets you adapt. It shows a path forward. And so, to me, just being hard doesn't make a game good. Any game can be hard. I think being hard is really, really easy for a game to do. Mm. And I think... You know, Dark Souls came in at a time where games were just too easy, and there's this certain segment of the population that latched onto it because it was really fucking hard. Yeah. And, and I mean, I'll admit that it's hard. But anyway, I want to get into gameplay. So, 
we're, we're talking about subjective stuff. I want to talk about objective things. Mm. Thomas, what is your explanation? Do you have any explanation for the hitboxes that we saw in the video? <laughs> I mean, I don't. All I can say is, like, you can just hit the enemy and run past them. Okay, so the t just for some information here, the video I showed Thomas earlier was me trying to get through a doorway where the enemy was like a third of the doorway, and I was frantically like jumping around it and jumping around it and jumping around it. And there's just so much like in the Duke's archives, getting stuck behind chairs, between chairs. Like I just feel like, and then losing all my souls, and oh, you have to come back thirty minutes to get your souls again. Like yeah. it's just to me, it's just a game that gives so little, and I it just. I just a big fuck you to the game at the end. I was like, I'm not going to even beat the final boss because I don't really care about this game. So anyway, in the, do you have any explanation for the cameras being broken? How are the cameras broken? Because I have to stay focused on that enemy. And if I'm going to stay focused on the enemy, it's going to pin me in some ridiculous way where I can't, like most of the time I can't see. What but the you have control over did like you not being play, focused. Did you always play lock on? Did you always play lock on? I would generally, if I'm fighting a boss, I'm generally going to stay locked on. No, I'm just asking. I just didn't and know I how guess you Thomas it. told me later, oh, you need to lock off the boss so you can see what's going on. There, but it's like, but there I are parts of there are parts of the community that would tell you. Yeah, it's just the better to lock to, off. The at moments times. to lock yeah. off if if you right. are okay with wading through the swamp of the community to get to the. <laughs> To get to the lily pad of the the piece of knowledge that you need, you can find it. Thomas, I want you to know you're a shining light, and you, and you guys, you are you, the best of the y all best. Y'all all literally have a direct line to someone that's not. Dude, I know, and I appreciate the help you've given me, but I just still fucking I, hate the game. I, and you, so, um, Thomas, well, let yeah, me ask but you. All I'm saying is like, all right. like saying you hate the game, and then using that emotion to paint a quote unquote objective fact is like a false way to argue i know i agree i agree that's why i'm sticking to objective things the hitboxes <laughs> and the camera are unforgivable but so you can lock off the, the video, camera you have control okay, over moving the camera then. okay the hitboxes so the hitboxes video, aren't perfect what, okay. okay and the what? stats and, and i've heard from people that the stats people admit bed of chaos fucking broken lost idol is fucking broken most people say rpg stats meaningless like but there's, there's not the resistance stat you, you is You told me yourself, Lost Isolith is broken. I didn't. I wasn't responding to that. I was responding to the stats. You said they were poorly designed. No, I didn't. I said the resistance stats suck. I said all the other ones are fine. That's okay. all I said. Okay. And I'm not saying that Lost Isolith is like a an incredible area by any means. It does suck. Like the last half of the game feels like copy and pasting things. The only okay. two areas that are worth anything. Well, they're worth things, but uh, the New Londo Ruins and the um, Tomb of the Giants, those are pretty cool. Lost Isolith and um, that last half of the Duke's archives where you run through the crystal caves, that crap sucks. Yeah, it sucks. sucks. Like, it's not well d designed. They just put giant uh, enemies in areas that like are just big open spaces. And the difficulty and fun of combat in Dark Souls comes from enemy placement in like an interesting way. It doesn't come from. Ir yeah, I, I see. I, t I totally see what you're saying. And irregardless of so so, if if we didn't explain it well, uh, Andrew was trying to run around an enemy. Yes. He wasn't physically. His character was not physically touching that enemy at all. Yes. And it would not let him do it. There was an invisible wall stopping him. Yes. That's what hitbox means. Right. Uh. 
the in, in terms of in terms of objective good and bad things. Ooh, big size. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Take a deep breath. This is going to be a barn burner right here. In terms of objective good and bad things, I think that there are objective good and bad video games. I think there are yeah. objective good and bad everything yes. in art. Yeah. The main the the main thing that it boils down to is if we're going to call something objectively good or objectively bad, the whole crowd basically has to agree on the measure st- measuring stick that's yeah, being used. Sure. If we're going to say this is objectively good and objectively bad. And to my point earlier, I think there are objectively bad things about the design. Uh, I've been frustrated by the camera a lot. Mm-hmm. I don't think that makes an objectively bad game. Mm-hmm. And and I didn't say objectively bad game. Okay, I no, I know what you're saying, but but part of the <laughs> it's true. That's a very fair statement. But part of but part of the measuring stick that we have to use when talking about objectivity has to become audience reaction, and so you, I know we haven't got to legacy yet, but it it it, it grew into more games. It became a franchise. It did, it did it, and and they did improve. I believe a lot time after time after they time. Did. They have an audience who the kind of people who are into like whether they're glutton for punishment gamers or however you want to describe them hmm. it that could be one of the <laughs> sure yeah we'll yes. go with that that could be one of that could be one of the reasons why they can be a difficult community to interact with yeah because the kinds of people that are drawn to this to this experience right. are the kinds of people that will just yell get good or yeah. reply get <laughs> good to you I, I i i will also say to thomas's point i utilized him a hell of a lot right. i texted just Same. him a lot yeah and got answers that i needed for crap that was bugging me or driving me crazy or <laughs> or even just the rudimentary dumb stat questions yeah uh and so and so having that person did give me a better experience yes. i had i had a better experience because i had a personal like link i had a friend that i knew that i could go to about these questions sure which i think if i played this game without a friend that i knew i could go to for these questions i would have been pulling my hair out yeah much earlier in the process yeah i mean thomas and then again you know you are you're great like and you are a you are good at video games i did not mean to imply earlier that you weren't <laughs> and uh to that point um, I just want to ask you a yes or no question, and I want you to answer it super honestly. We're not going to get into a rant about it. We got yeah, other stuff to talk I'll about. I'll answer okay. it honestly. Okay. All right. You know me, right? I'm yeah, not. I'm not bad at video games. No, right? I don't think you're bad at. And video games. And one of my things was I hate how patronizing the Dark Souls community can be to people. Right? I yes. 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 When I texted you about that square thing into the use <laughs> item, was there a little part of you? That, that it felt good to tell me, like, did it, were, does a little bit of you that get good community right there? Were you just a little bit of that get good community when I texted you that super noob ass question in the group text? Let me tell just you yes or no, answer. yes or no. It's no, okay. Oh come on, man, answer... you can say yes. No, no, I don't have that crap in me. Listen, no. Thomas okay. is super like, nice about like, the stuff. thing about it is that the the thing about like the pri- the the pride yes. in me coming out comes from the fact that it's approached from the this stupid game doesn't explain what i need to freaking do and i'm like nah dude it's like it's like in the opening area there's like a giant orange thing on the floor i know I just... like, and then and then once i explain it you're like it wasn't there 
And then you went back, <laughs> and you're like, yeah, it was there. I'm yeah, never yeah, it was there. there. A new <laughs> layer, a new layer of the conversation. First off, no, <laughs> oh no, 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 this was a simple yes or no question. We still got stuff to talk about. I will say that I think that that's one of the flaws too, is in a game that just to me personally doesn't enc- encourage exploration to hide basic gameplay mechanics like that on things that you have to go out and find and read. Like, if I just run through that area because I'm nervous about dying or some shit like mm-hmm. that, like, you really, I mean, just, like, tell me that in the get-go or tell me that in a safe space. Like, I, and, and in Dark Souls, there's no such thing. There, there is no safe there space. There are safe spaces. Well, next to bonfires, but, dude, there are a lot of situations where you turn a corner and you're dead. In that, in that beginning area where you're talking to the guy that tells you the... The story, chosen undead thing. It's it's a safe space, dude. Are you There's talking about there. you literally come out of that and you run up the stairs and get hit by that giant fucking ball of death? You hit by the ball of death beforehand, <laughs> and you go and talk to the guy. First off, you get hit. <laughs> that is that is a game pl- that is up to the player. Like I ran into him and talked to him, and no, I, you didn't because yes, he's in a room. He did that. That the ball, ball has to break the wall. So no, you didn't. But are you not in an area where if you randomly run upstairs, you get smacked in the face by a death ball? It happens it is, once. It's two feet away from your it face, Thomas. Once. It's not a safe area if three feet from that safe area, quote unquote, there is a death ball that comes down the stairs and an enemy at the top of it. That it's ball 15. comes down the tutorial, once. The tutorial is mixed in with. The, the ball, the ball comes down once. You kill the guy. First off, there's the, nobody there. You go back and talk to the knight. You get your estus. You see an orange thing on the floor. I will never tell you that you're wrong about Dark Souls, but I'm pretty <laughs> sure that that ball resets with every ball. It there, doesn't reset enemies, with every ball. It does not. We will. There t- are we will, enemies that mix in with the tutorial. We will take it yeah, to yeah, you. Yeah. Too. There's enemies mixed in with the tutorial. Yeah. Well, yeah. we can get an answer for that question. Anyway, so we've talked about game design. We have extensively. We are well. We're probably going to go over time. That's fine. We are at an we'll hour and keep, ten minutes. Keep keep, keep going. <laughs> Question so, three. <laughs> so we said world design was cool. Everyone was like, "Oh yeah, the world design is cool. Everything's great. connected." Maybe one of maybe one of the most rewarding parts for me. People know that. Now I will say that world design is something that uh, is loved more about this game than subse- subsequent games because all the other games don't really have. The interconnectedness to oh, the same really? extent. See, I did not play huh. two and yeah. three. I didn't know that. Is yeah. three not made by From Software? Three is made by From, but it's more of like. Um, well, I played early- three. Okay, just earlier you had said that you played. Two's the different. You didn't one. play three, and you said you played all their games. So I was just. I made- played three, but that came out like in twenty six. Okay, I just didn't know. So if- so they abandoned the like interconnectedness. Well, that really sucks. Bloodborne has it to an extent. Yeah. However, because you can warp between Worlds. bonfires at the beginning. Yeah. You don't get the same like experience of yeah. like learning all the shortcuts and stuff. And you can kind of like warp between all that in uh, three, two. Definitely the strongest part of the game. Yeah, for me personally. So I think that's like the coolest thing because it requires the most like understanding of so 3D cool. space. Does anyone else have a thing to say on that? I about, liked it. About world. About I really liked world it. World I liked it. It reminded me of Metroid. Yeah. Like yeah. It really did. It kind of had that like uh, Metroid kind of feel where you can go back to areas later, kind of thing. Like how everything works yeah. together. It's and and when I played so it for rewarding. the first time, I had never experienced that in like a 3D the reason game before. the reason it's rewarding is because with all enemies resetting, you start to get an ingrained belief. If I want to go back to point B, I have to do this yeah. ridiculous trek. 
and I've got 50 things to kill, and I can heal, yeah. and I can heal myself five times, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And when you realize you can get to point B another way, yeah. and there's, like, maybe two guys to kill, yeah. Yeah. that kind of relief is really... And I and I absolutely hate that. Again, there are probably then that was my favorite part of the game, and I don't feel like I got uh, as much as I wanted out of it because I was always scared to, to to go off the beaten path and find a ladder that I could kick down. Uh, the ladder that I missed in Dark Souls that was the the very was, I think it was like the first shortcut area. I cannot tell you how many times. Uh, I died to the 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 boar area, trying to kill the boar to get to the um, get through the room, and then you go. Th- Basically, you 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 go you kill the Taurus demon on the bridge, right? All right, and then you go on that bridge. The thing shoots fire, and you go down those little stairs, and then you go under the bridge, and you continue on. And you never hit that no, ladder, dude. I didn't hit the ladder you to the left. Pull the thing to open the gate. No, no, it was a ladder that you could kick down that could take you back to that first area. So why didn't you, like, what what kept you from exploring that other path? Because I didn't want to go into a random room, Thomas. Like, I was just trying to get through, and I knew where I was going. Like, and again, that's my fault, but, like, here here is a situation. And that, dude, that trek was bananas, dude. I had to start from that point. And I got really frustrated. Now, is that my fault? Yes, but I also don't think that the game encourages you to go out and find the best Dude, parts of I it. I was and encouraged I think that's to explore the entire thing. That's just you, man. I, I, because that's I guess just you, man. I know that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. That's just you, that's man. Just subjective. <laughs> I guess I'm, that's just you, man. <laughs> Dude, that uh, should be our title. That is. That's just you, man. That is going to be the Dude, title. Dude, I was. I didn't. I didn't know this stuff. You know about the uh, plus ten on the Yuganagi and the plus five and. Thomas was like, oh, dude, you got a plus 10 your S's class. I didn't know any of that shit because the game never explains it, and I was too scared to death. I was like, yeah. shit, where's the next fucking boss I got to kill? Ugh. Yeah, yeah. And, like, I didn't take time to explore because the game doesn't ex- encourage exploration. But I will say that I had, uh, oh, shit, this is amazing moment when I killed the what was the boss that you killed on the first try? That was a fucking uh, douchebag. So Sorry. let me just let me just announce. No, no, that the, guy is a douchebag. Yeah, let me just announce sucks. to the I audience. I killed. I, I I have no idea how the hell I did this. I killed uh, Capper Demon on the first try. Boom. And it is one of the bosses that it is uh, impossible to have assistance for. Yeah. Yeah. If, if you're playing <laughs> offline, anyway. Assist. I just get good. I also that humanity <laughs> thing good. that just you needed good. humanity in order to whatever. Thank but you. But I'll talk about I'll, I'll I'll talk about him in a minute. After the only thing is Wait, like so after, you didn't know about summoning until the end of the game. I didn't know you beat Smo Ornstein without any yes, help. Yes, I just ran around. I put, did you really? I put Dude. I put uh, I bought those fire power things on my Ujikanaga Naga. Sounds like you uh, got good because I couldn't do that. You Dude, you just it. burn those. The fat guy number one's got two moves. He's he's cake. The problem is, is that fast guy. Yeah. You know what I learned afterwards is that both of so they each have a second form. To, you know, you kill one, the other one gets stronger. Mm-hmm. The fat guy is apparently way easier in his second form because he just adds another move. Which which one did you kill? I killed the fat guy first. So you beat Ornstein as like a big guy, dude. I'm telling you, when a man runs at you, you run straight back at him. The dude couldn't handle it. Bro. That becomes a lot of. <laughs> that's really interesting because that becomes a lot of the strategies with the big boss. Yeah, Dark Souls. You Dark Souls taps this fight or flight thing in you. Yeah, and you try to 
with other boss battles in other games, you try and put all this distance between you and the boss. I think they condition the you boss, to think that's the way to do it. And, and the boss never... and, and, and the boss can typically cross the boss can typically cross the fighting area in one move. Yeah. Or one jump. Almost always. Mm-hmm. Just about every boss that is a larger than life boss, the strategy is to get right up against yeah. it in some way. I and, always... and Dark Souls and, and, and Dark Souls is interesting in that way to me. But what I was gonna say what I was gonna say about like Capra Demon uh and and, and and world building, I literally just forgot. So uh here's what I was gonna say. Okay, yeah, go here's what I was gonna say. Uh when it comes to Capra Demon, one of the things I tell people <laughs> about this, uh if there is any way to do something that feels cheap in Dark Souls, 100% do it all the time yes. and never, ever, ever, ever feel cheap about it. No, yes. my never best, feel cheap. My best example <laughs> so is the first so time, yep. the first time, uh, so the true. first armored pig, the uh, first armored pig that's that you That's where fought. I died so much, yeah. man. That gameplay the, loop was horrible. The yeah. first armored, I think that's the area you were talking about. Yeah. That first armored pig, I hid behind the pillar until he started to walk back to his area and I ran out and I stabbed him in the ass. Yeah. And then I ran back behind the pillar where he couldn't get to me. And then he turned around and went back to his area. And I ran out and I stabbed I him in the it. ass. I and and, and oh. I didn't feel bad about it for a no. single second. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I, yeah. I realized, and I did this two or three times in this fight, the Capra Demon, like is just slow if he jumps off the stairs. Yeah. I ran up the stairs. Yeah. I waited for him to chase me up the stairs. Mm-hmm. I rolled off. He would jump off the stairs, and he would just jump and land and have this, and I could get like two or three hits while he was setting himself. Yeah. Uh-huh. And you rinse, wash, repeat. Boom. And you do that, and you and, and never, ever, ever, ever feel bad about any of that stuff. Yep. Yep. The cool One of the coolest things about world design that I did read, I read this ran, rando dude on Reddit, and he wrote this really... The greatest source of knowledge. The greatest source of knowledge. <laughs> Dark Souls, he, he, he wrote this really <laughs> random, randomly beautiful little paragraph about not discovering Ash Lake until he was in, like, New Game Plus. It was, like, four or five. Wow. That's cr- Not only did he not discover Ash Lake... <laughs> Not only did he not discover I Ash Lake... I have no idea what area we're talking about. Don't you have <laughs> to kill Ash the Hydra Lake? there? Uh, no? There's another Hydra in Ash Lake. Ash Lake is. Uh, Are we not talking about that really pretty area with the waterfall? No, Ash Lake is a hidden area. It is. Uh, there's yeah. a tree on the other side of the swamp from where you fight the spider chick. Okay. And in that tree, there's a uh, a invisible wall. And then behind that invisible wall, there's which an, they, you one. have no way in hell of finding any invisible wall just, anywhere in this game unless there is someone who. Yeah. So the thing about it is, um, if you're playing online, yeah, then there there would typically be like a little like user created yeah note that says like, hey, you should hit this. So he wrote this thing about Ash Lake and how most developers of most video games, if they design an area that looks like, like that. eerily pretty, like Ash Lake does, they would make sure they force the player to interact with that world. They're not gonna they're not gonna spend yeah. all this time and energy and money making this area if you can if you can skip it five wow. times in a row. Dude, this place is beautiful. I definitely didn't go here. Ashwake, no. Ashwake has got this eerie beauty to it, and, it, and, and, it, and it's one of the the places that has a uh, bonfire soundtrack too. It has a soundtrack. So it's got like this like eerie 
choral music. Well, I'm glad that I didn't go there. (laughs) But to his point, I thought it was a a great point. They built this beautiful area, and they don't say anything about it. They're just going to kind of let it, like, you know, maybe you'll find it, maybe you won't. But he said he could have very easily been a Dark Souls guy for a really long time, never known about this area. That's so cool. So... And is that because the game designers are smart, or because they were just bad at writing us you know, games? I, I like, got I, I, no, I don't think. Game. I don't think Andrew, they're bad. I gotta say. Yeah, I gotta bad. say. I mean, they're good game designers. I gotta say that they're just okay with it. They're just okay if if they have a player who like right. doesn't yeah. hit that area. I'll say that I don't like. There's the one thing that I never wanted to come in here and say about the game was that it was broken because I don't feel like there are there are aspects of the game that. Are just they don't work in certain areas, like if you get in a weird corner with the camera or stuff. But I do think that Dark Souls is designed; it plays exactly like it's designed. I don't think that it's designed like poorly or like in a glitchy way. I don't like how it's how that plays out. I don't like the way it makes me play. But Dark Souls is designed; it plays exactly like it's designed. Like you, you have to yeah. you, you experience like the design. It's made, it's made with detail, and it's made it's made that way for a purpose. They made that game. I mean, they hit that thing on purpose. I don't think that anything in the game is bad and shitty because From Software is a bad and shitty developer. I think everything was very intended. Let's like, get into. We can get into that. Okay, and we can. <laughs> but I do. I um. I just want to say that the pig thing is that I actually never beat the pig. The way that I beat the pig is he ran after me, and he got stuck in a fire pit and burned to death. Wow. And I was like, that is the greatest thing that's ever happened to me. And I was like, thanks. So on that's on, on the point about uh, using cheap tactics to take down things and not feeling bad, Yeah. Um, someone like asked Miyazaki if uh, they're ever going to patch out some of these exploits like that what? people find. Like that, like like getting, a bigger, like a big giant guy, souls. like yeah, a big giant probably. guy returning like, to his area. You know and... those those cats in uh, the the forest area. The cats. There's like these big black cats that like. Oh, those are, yeah. stupid so fucking when, Cheshire when, cat. When I fought things. those the first time, he like got stuck on like a wall, and oh, I just like stabbed him. Yeah, and I was like, this is great. And then someone asked Miyazaki, like, hey, like, there's these exploits. Like, are you going to patch them out? And he's like, no, I don't think I will because, like, the players yeah. found that. Yeah. And, like, it's something that they've, like, enjoyed. Yeah. And, and, share, and shared with each there. other. That's a really good strategy on his part because now that that's known in the community. Yes. you got to expect a large part of the community to know it and share it with each other. Yeah. If they patch it out, you've only pissed off fans that are really dedicated to your and I, and I think it's pretty cool because like they'll they'll like do like weapon balancing yeah which is fine because it's really like a, a, a pvp thing oh yeah yeah does that but, affect pve shit uh not really okay i was gonna yeah. say that's crazy. i mean it might a little bit but i'm not sure but there's no way he meant the infinite souls glitch which i used to be in there and like he should have patched no. it out yeah no he didn't patch it out though because right found but it's out like you it. just admit you screwed up no he's not saying he didn't screw up i think you're misunderstanding oh he's it. saying it's he's, messed up but i'm still gonna leave it he's in there. saying like it's oh like players it. found this so like okay. it's something okay. that they can use yeah. to like better them, themselves so like i'm not gonna yeah, yeah. mess with that. i think it's story time yeah, yeah. Story, story time is 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 huge so 
Uh, so Thomas is going to start by telling us what the story is. Thomas, yeah, well, it, so exactly what was I doing? Thomas, let me tell you something right now. If you read something off a of Wikipedia page over there, I'm going to burn it in front of your face. <laughs> I do not want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. I don't, don't want to hear what. What are you gonna read? Are you gonna read Wikipedia to me? Just let, no, I'm. Just I'm, okay. I'm gonna let write. Him, let Thomas go. I mean, Th- I Thomas, w- fly. I just like sat down one day and wrote, uh, like sixty-two pages. Dude, we've been giving him a hard time. Just read it, Thomas. Read know. the whole thing. Let's see. I feel uh, like this is a maybe a two-parter. We'll see. We can do it tonight. I don't. So, want to do who is the no, main no, no, character I mean of posting. Dark Souls? Oh. Who is huh? the what? The main character of Dark Souls. The, the Chosen the Undead. The Chosen Undead. Okay, it's either... Alright, so it's the, either the Chosen Undead, or I would say it's Gwyn. Because Gwyn is, like, the person that, like, moves all the pieces. This is so dumb. <laughs> well, do you want me to read it? Yeah, go. go. Dude, right. I'm not saying that you're wrong. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> okay. So... I would argue that everything revolves, or it is a direct result, of Gwyn's actions. Okay. Gwyn rallies the Witch of Isleth, Nido, and Seath the Scaleless to go to war with the dragons. Okay. Gwyn sets up his kingdom, ruling it and claiming dominion over mm. humanity, mm. so much that he is worshipped through prosperity. Cool. The fire fades and dark encroaches. Okay. This leads Gwyn to come up with solutions to stop the impending dark. All right. This also leads to the development of the dark sign, branding the undead as cursed. They are crowded and contained, but not at the expense of keeping the fire lit through their sacrifices. Okay. Gwyn sends Artorius to combat the abyss, but he does not return, thinking to have faced the abyss and defeated it. This was Ulasil, but the city of New Londo also has an abyss problem whose four kings were corrupted by the abyss, them and the dark race, feeders of humanity. But before this corruption, Gwyn divided his lord's soul among the four kings and Seath the Scaleless. He then departed for the kiln of the first flame with his knights, with the intent of rekindling it. In order to rekindle it, he sacrificed himself to the flame, giving up everything he built in order to prolong the age of fire for his progeny and for all. Burning for a thousand years, the fire dies again, but there are rumblings of a prophecy. A chosen undead will arise from the undead asylum, journey to Lordran, and ring the bells of awakening. This will grant passage to the Lord Vessel, allowing the chosen undead to succeed Lord Gwyn. Can I raise my hand? Yes, raise your hand. This is one of the most dreadful things I've ever heard in my life. That's fine, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's and, fine. and that's not what it's I'm... It's probably because you don't have a connection to it. No, and that's not... And that's what true. I mean by that's that true. is, I just... that None of that... That's just... That's just like... That's just... That's just like filler stuff, dude. That's like the stuff that's like... That might as well be like... It almost well, he feels was giving, like... He was giving a bird's eye view of the story. It almost feels like... It almost feels like... They they laid out the world mm-hmm. and then they figured out the map and then they're like okay how can we make this make sense? It almost yes. feels like to me they built the story from the the interconnectedness of the world map and they built the map they built all the stuff in the map and then they said okay now what is this I don't know I don't know why and and I think you see that when you go back to the to like Kingsfield and their older games because their older games 
all have NPCs who stand there and their mouth doesn't move and they don't do shit. Dude, you are so hyped up on hating on that Kingsfield shit. No, no, no. I just, it's <laughs> important to say. It's you a, hate dude, it's that a, shit, dude. dude I, oh, oh, I played the shit out of Kingsfield when I was a kid because it was all I had. It was the only video game I had. And I played the balls off of Kingsfield and beat it when I was like 12. But, um, but my, my point with From Software is. I just don't think they're a good company, and they've been doing this oh my shit. God. Dude, I'm sorry, Thomas. They've been doing this you shit You don't have for to apologize years. to me. I don't agree with you. I don't That's care. fine. They've been doing... I would respect them for this stuff if they hadn't been doing it for fucking 20 years, and they need to learn a new trick or something. Like, when you watch the Kingsfield intro video, it's just like boilerplate fantasy bullshit, and it's not interesting, and they've been doing the stuff where the NPCs just stand there, and it's like... I would take I would take this stuff seriously if it was like, oh Miyazaki thought through this and really it needs to be a world and the story can only be told this way. No man, From Software has done this all the way back to 1996 with Kingsfield, where an NPC is fucking standing there. You don't have to talk to them. You just have to destroy all the enemies in the area and go through. So I would just take it more seriously if From Software didn't have the same flaws as a company yeah. for like 20 years. Thomas, do you feel? <clears throat> Okay, how about this? What did what did you learn from the story of Dark Souls? What did I learn from? Yeah, it? yeah. Like when? What was there? What was? What was? What's? What's the theme? Like what's the message of the story of Dark Souls? And just like what I mean by that is all that detailed stuff that you read, like that lore. That's incredible, dude. That like is seriously very descriptive. It does build a world, like, and the world building is, it's like the world building is awesome, and there, and, and the level design, and it's just all there, but nothing happens in it. And what I mean by that is like, you, 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 you have all these, all right, you have all these wonderful ingredients, and it's like if I told, if I invited you and uh, the guys over to my house and said, "Yo, guys, I'm gonna make the most baller spaghetti you've ever had in your life," and I said. <laughs> Don't eat, though, because I want you to be hungry. And you're like, oh, shit, we can come over. We're going to eat yeah. this spaghetti. Yeah. And I was like, y'all, my spaghetti is it's like it's so good. And you guys come in there, and you sit down, and I put uncooked pasta, a raw tomato, and some basil leaves in front of you. And you go, John, this is an spaghetti. And I go, well, excuse me. This is my spaghetti. And you go, <laughs> and you go no, this is not spaghetti because you, not, you have not cooked the ingredients. You have not prepared anything. Storytelling is the cooking. It is the mm. way that you present, and it's the way that you put those things together. And Preach. Dark Souls has... All of this, Dark Souls has the most dope organic tomatoes you've ever seen. They are red, they are plump, they are fucking non-GMO, and they are killing the game. They also have this world. It also has this fantastic foundation. You have these gluten-free-ass delicious noodles that are $12 a pack. Mm -hmm. And then you Dude, got... That sounds good. Oh, I know, man. And then you that got... sounds very tasty. And then you've got, you've got the, the, like, the, design, the art style and shit like that. That's your basil leaves and all your seasoning. And they did nothing with it. They just laid it out all in front of you, and they never took the time or the effort. And I, and I, and I understand it's intentional from them. And I'm not saying that Dark Souls doesn't have these elements and that they are great. It just really grinds my gears when people say <laughs> that, 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 that <laughs> Dark Souls tells this story. And the, oh God, the worst one is when they say it's non-traditional storytelling. That fucking is just a knife in my ribs. Non-traditional storytelling is like if I came over to my house and I put... 
spaghetti in a taco shell. And you're like, well, I've never had spaghetti served to me in a taco shell. Because it's I'm still not, storytelling. I'm not used to getting spaghetti in a taco shell. It's a non-traditional could, way to eat spaghetti, yeah, but could, it's still spaghetti. I could put it. I could put it another way, but do I, think it. I think I'm kind of saying the same thing. Do to it. me, story story is a noun. Okay. And I think I think Dark Souls objectively has story. It has the whatever ingredients, whatever you yeah. want. Mm-hmm. I think storytelling is a verb, mm-hmm. and it does yeah. and it, it doesn't actively. Yeah, it's do an that action. Verb. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Story. So yeah. it it's got. Uh, uh, the exact same metaphor. It's got a banjo, but it's like there's. Yo, I have a third a banjo. Now I I would love to sit down. I would love to sit down and have someone pluck that banjo. Yeah, but it's just like it is very capable of creating a beautiful song for sure. But somebody needs to play that motherfucker for sure, for sure. And play Thomas, what thing. you read was like several sentences of facts this guy went here he saw this <laughs> this guy did that he went there he did that and and i and 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 i guess to me storytelling does have some journey to it yeah. it does have some this person changed or okay. i want to use let me yeah. use let me use it let me just do, throw one more metaphor but it's, i it's, will but i will tell you it does have story it does oh, yeah, 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 yeah. let me let me do mine it's and, got then, a and, dope then can, plot. and then you can do it uh, does it? The plot's cool. I like all I that shit. That. Okay, but okay, okay. The plot. So, so I agree. I was. But that's not the story in the game. Yeah, yeah. There so I was going to say exactly what Nathan has. It has story. It has, doesn't have storytelling because to me the game is like a giant field, and they say you're the point of the game. I is love to walk. these metaphors. Okay, yes. the, the game is Wait. a giant field. Okay, the point of the game is to walk from one end of the field to the other. Okay. You start this side. You get to the other other end of the field. Mm-hmm. Someone says, "Did you get the story?" And you say, "There was fucking no story." <laughs> oh wait, you didn't see all the scraps of paper you were supposed to pick up and piece together and fucking piece the story together. No, I didn't know they were there because that's not what video games do. Because they're fucking dumb if they have scraps of paper. <laughs> I'm sorry, Thomas. I'm just being real with you. You don't have to apologize <laughs> to me. That's fine. Like, like, dude, and I love Bioshock has little recorder stuff. But it doesn't. But it doesn't. But the, the storytelling is bad because I can get to the end of it and not know what the story is. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like like Bioshock well, has a story. It has a it has a story as you go through, and then there's these extra little things that if I'm into it, I can research all these little right. extra things. But for, Bioshock would never let me start and let me end, not knowing why I was there, not knowing well, what my purpose was, not knowing how I changed as a character, like. It's just, it's just, yeah. I just, I do think, I do think to to everyone's point. To me, that makes the every Dark Souls that makes the CGI beginnings like barely necessary. Yeah, like yeah. the the CGI beginnings almost set my expectation, and I think this might be why a lot of people hate on this aspect of the game. Yeah, when you fire it up and you start to play, yeah, you think you're getting some concrete like. Yeah. story or yeah. at least or at least it's going to do that some more through audio or, or some yeah. or something yeah. but that's usually it and then you get these like maybe like 10 20 second 
CGI movies when you change a significant area, but yeah. that's not really that, that's nothing. It's, it's that, yeah, that's, that's like that's just actions happening. Yeah, that's yeah. literally nothing. Yeah, those it's so, like a dragon picking not, you up and taking you somewhere. That else. doesn't count. That's not story. <laughs> so right, I do. So I do think that they they maybe did themselves a disservice or shot themselves in the foot maybe by giving you like a five minute CGI at the beginning, sure, and then and then barely anything after that because then I'm like, oh wait, I thought you were storytelling, and that was. Storytelling. And that was storytelling. And that shit was good. And yeah. I really enjoyed that. It just it, you said it perfectly, like the 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 bar was raised right there. Yeah. To just literally disappear for the next forty hours. Yeah. Like I come in, I see this shit, you're telling me all these things that have happened, and then as we continue to play, we don't really learn anything it, it just it none of it matters. You learn more about it. But I don't feel as a player that I have any kind of um, effect on what's going on. And, and by that I mean like I'm not – there's no there's no change in it. Like I mm. just feel like I'm the same soulless, in, like custom-created character that I was going into it. And that's not to say that you can't have games where you create your own character and the story's well done. But usually they talk to you in a way where – you change, like, as the player, and nothing happened to me as a player. They didn't say, like, you know, like, one of the greatest things ever is, like, people always talk about why Shadow of Colossus is so great. And Shadow of Colossus' entire storytelling comes down to that one, like, crux of the moment at the end when you learn that you were actually fucking killing all of these things and it was wrong and it was terrible that was like the thing is like oh shit i was blinded by love the whole time i was blinded by passion the whole time you understand the character in a completely different way and in dark souls it's just like the only interesting thing that happened in dark souls was that guy dropped me the key at the beginning and i was like oh shit who is this guy why did he yeah. drop me the key yeah what why am i important what is all this stuff and then i just like you know people i just and the the, the rest of the game for me was just kind of like trying to hold on and 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 understand why I was important. Yeah. I never felt important in that game. I never felt like my actions, even though everything I did, I rang bells and I beat Gwen and all this kind of stuff, I just never felt like I had any purpose in that world. Did it, Tom, didn't Dark Souls have a moment like that at the end, though? I, I didn't completely understand it, but wasn't there an, isn't there a moment... At, Talk about the moment at the end, or sorry, whatever you. Which want to talk moment about. at the end? The the thing, like the very end. And don't you realize at the end that basically you were just helping Gwen? Like yeah, yeah. Along? So the the really the whole thing. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So what did you choose after you you killed him? I did the thing that I've been doing the entire. You game. lit the fire. Right. Okay. Great. So once you kill uh, the fat guy and the small guy. The pair, yeah. Tweedledee and Tweedledum, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Biggie and Smalls. That's <laughs> oh, what shit, I'll take that. That's what the community calls them. Okay. Yeah. Um. So once you kill them, uh, you go up there, and that like chick on the couch, right? Guinevere is like she looked like one of the fairies from Zelda. She's like <laughs> chosen undead. You found me. Go fill up the Lord vessel. Succeed, Lord Gwyn. Blah blah blah. So you're like, oh, there's like some god that like is. Telling me that I'm going to become, like, some powerful being. Cool. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, that's what happened. Like, that was a god. So what did I do when I lit the bonfire at the end? I, I, I actively, first off, I would not have known that there were two choices unless the guy that I was going through said, all right, now you can either light the bonfire or walk back out. I didn't know the walking okay, back. Okay, look, and I will tell you, the game does that really poorly. So, oh, no, 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 I'm, so, just, no, I'm no, just saying. So the snake, that stupid snake. Dude, he bailed on my game. Did you fall down his hole? 
I jumped down. I had to go down there. The okay, king. Uh, the so king. Uh, I was reading that there's this stupid glitch that if you fall down his hole, he like won't ever come to you. Oh, that's which why. Blows. Dude, yeah. I did. I and had, I didn't know about that. I had so much. Um, like I was so scared to get rid of my stuff. I thought at some point I could sell it for souls or something. Yeah, and you could have if you the, can. They if didn't he, have that shows stupid up. glitch. Oh, so yeah. oh, so that, that cool. snake tells you that like. He's Lord Gwyn's friend. He's going to, like, use you oh. to, like, link the fire and, like, keep the world the way it is. Oh. And then so you go and so you I kill all, all those Lord Souls. Or you kill all those You guys. need those things. and they Yeah, and you fill it. But not only is it filling it, but it's making your soul more powerful so that you can burn that fire forever. So you're essentially being used by the gods to, like, maintain their status quo for another, like thousand years so when i lit that bonfire at the end was that the good thing or the bad thing um it's considered the good thing but i think it's kind of bad because what happens if i walk out when you walk out you become the dark lord and you usher in like that has to be the bad thing so yeah so that is the bad thing but part of (laughs) part of the story so yeah so that is the bad thing quote unquote yeah but like part of burning that fire is the fact that you were never chosen. Like you just answered the call of this prophecy that some God created in the hopes that some freaking nobody would answer the call and go kill all these people Mm. so that their world can survive. Okay. And the sadness in that is that the only thing that that's going to do is it's going to like that fire is is eventually going to fade. And then some other poor, garbage, undead doo-doo face person is going to have to do all that crap again. So the game is about the futility of, like, repeating the same cycle over and over again. So that's what the New Game Plus is for, pretty much. Uh, well, the New Game Plus just lets you play it again and everything's but tougher. It, but, it's like, <laughs> but the idea, though, that's yeah, yeah, the yeah. theme, right? Yeah. Is that, like, now, okay... what I will say about the story is that it is impossible to get all of that on your first run through. Mm. It is impossible. Yeah. I think the story is intentionally built or the game is intentionally built so that you can play it over and over again yeah. and continue to uncover like various bits of the story. Yeah, you just got to like yeah. and a ton of games and I'll att- attest to this like Uncharted 4. That game was that game no, no, it, it's it's fine. Okay. But, but that game is incredible. <laughs> they spent all the time on the story. They spent all this cash. It's an unbelievable experience. One and done. But I've only played yeah. it once. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't care to go back to it because I've experienced it again. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and Dark Souls, it it, it rewards a, you little, little to go back to mouth. it. And yeah. you can, like, learn other things about the story. I will also say that... Uh, and this is a quote that Miyazaki put out on an uh, interview with Sakuro. They were, like, asking him about his game. And what he said is, like, we're not shooting to make a story-driven game. True. Like, we've never changed. That's always our, our purpose. So it's all there. But I think what he's doing is he's encouraging the community to play through the game, give them snippets, give them, like, a skeleton and um, understand that they can kind of like use that to tell their own stories. Okay. I, I will say this added little nugget out of nowhere. Ooh, nugs. It does, uh, <laughs> it, 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 it uses online in probably one of the most unique ways of a video game. I don't know if there's any other video games that do online the way that Dark Souls does <clears throat> online. Right. I think there's pros and cons to that. The, 
I, I when I when I came over and watched you play Thomas, it was like five minutes into your gameplay that there was like an a hole that came into your world. Yeah, I got and, smoked and like kept that. doing and kept doing the come at me, bro. Uh, uh, like this, yes, like like. Why are you mad? Yeah, what is this and then? um and Thomas was in the bonfire in the sewers where he could literally block the doorway. It's a, it it was a, it was a part where like he could just block that doorway. I know doorway. what you're talking about, yeah. And uh and he did and just did the come at me bro and I was like, man, and what then, a community. And it, yeah. <laughs> what a community. <laughs> what a But I will say I, I will say it's one of the most unique ways to use online uh to be able to and it's like, built do... into the story and it's built into the story because i noticed they yeah. actually the story gives a reason for it yeah yeah and that was one the, thing like, i liked about it yeah and other games have taken that from dark souls like i'll, I'll give it that like i just enjoyed playing Watch Dogs too and wait what no oh, we're just saying that you're going into the legacy dude this oh, is good God, no fucking legacy, listen dude, no, no no we need to we need to talk about right, the influence about of the... dark souls we do let's do it games. let's get to two right. hours come on. come on okay this will be short no, no, no! We're doing it. We yeah. just, we're just gonna. We're, we, we have shot. Launch, launch the legacy talk. Talk. The to legacy. Me. So Dark Souls came out, got kind of popular. <laughs> did Did you really not play it until 2014? No, I didn't play it until 2014. You had never played any types of games like this until 2014. No, not at all. That's interesting. Sorry, go ahead. So the legacy. Yes. Uh, it has it. It brought forth a very intriguing uh, online concept. Yeah. It brought forth an intriguing way of laying out your story and leading <laughs> players to discover it on their own. Yeah. Maybe. Dude, Destiny did a very similar thing with the Grimoire cards. Dude, I'm not okay. defending I'm Destiny. <laughs> I know, I'm just saying. We both have a game that does this that we really like. Oh, no. So, for sure. I do. Don't, don't come at me, bro. No, like, I'm not well, coming no. at Don't you. be silly the I'm, entire I'm just, time. No, no, no. What I'm doing is I'm saying that, you know, Destiny probably borrowed that. Destiny's grimoire system. Destiny's story was a just a hurricane of shit, and we're not going to talk about Destiny because yeah. I could go on and on about that. But Destiny, in pre-production, completely fell apart what it was supposed to be. They had mm. their original what, and Destiny does do storytelling. The Dark Souls doesn't. It has like it has its moments with its score and your characters and how they talk and the dialogue options and your character goes through a change of not having power and gaining power and then being able to become a guardian of the universe chosen by the traveler to take that light and do all this shit. But we're not going to talk about Destiny. But we're not. But (laughs) I'm just saying Dark Souls doesn't have that, at least for me, and I totally missed it. And I can, I, but, but Dark, but yes, Destiny does have a grimoire system where as you're running around the land, you find a thing and it's a, it's a piece of lore and it's a piece of detail and it adds to their storytelling experience. Continue about the legacy of no. That's those. Those are two things that I that I. Think. Oh yeah, the dark. I yeah. I also think that it has. Uh, you know, there's like talk that it created a genre. People are absolutely making games that are in the very same vein. Soulsborns games. Yeah, Soulsborns. Right? Uh, like I agree Souls with that. types or everybody wants something. to. Be, everybody wants. Yeah, to and there's Souls. even there's even indie versions of. of oh yeah. Uh, there's the Salt and Sanctuary. Salt and Sanctuary. There's yeah. Hollow Knight. Yeah. You know, all that kind of stuff. And I think it did a lot for, you know, besides me saying that it wasn't a hard game, I think it did a lot for people wanting more of a challenge of stuff. Games got harder after Dark Souls because developers saw that people liked not just being, you know, winning and shit. 
they liked the struggle press X of it. to pay respects press f to, yeah press <laughs> do you guys f think do you do you guys think that at any point in the uh evolution of this game not dark souls not dark souls 2 not 3 yeah but at any point in the evolution of this game would difficulty settings be something that would make it a better experience i no i don't want it to like i just yeah. want dark souls it's not dude, and i don't is, i don't really have an opinion i just wanted to no i think that defeats the whole purpose of what it is like i think that dark souls is in i mean you know i've only played bloodborne and dark souls but the both the things that they shared is that like it is like it is a built experience and you're supposed to experience it in a way like that their difficulty in some games like it becomes harder things kill you faster and you know bloodborne has that as things get harder in new game plus and dark souls has that but it's not really the difficulty of it that's the experience it's the 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 finding out how to beat yeah. things that's the experience that's the difficulty and like so difficulty settings are not going to matter like it's dark souls always dark souls already comes in at the highest difficulty setting like yeah. anything is a threat no yeah. matter how high a level you are two of those there is that one move that those thrall things do where they just go and they like slash 50 times and then stab you and it takes like i'm level 94 or some yeah. shit and it takes like half my life i'm like yeah. whoa you're the yeah. shittiest character in the game and you yeah. just smoked me yeah, yeah. it yeah. already comes in i don't think you need an easy mode what would an easy mode in dark souls even what yeah. you just wouldn't take damage as much like yeah um, would, I mean like what I would, have no idea yeah it just doesn't I, I, make sense I would yeah. do it yeah. breaks the whole experience yeah I mean I think you would just I don't think you would ever change your character character's attributes yeah. I think you would keep all those stats yeah I think a difficulty setting you would do something like lower the enemy damage lower the enemy health and maybe increase number of times you could heal oh, do yeah. something like that S but I don't think I don't I don't think I don't think you could do it, especially if you want to keep the PvP element the way mm-hmm. that it is. I, I don't think that you can tamper or touch your character's stats. Yeah. I think that if you did something with difficulty, it has to be with the environment only. Cool. It can't would, be yours. <clears throat> I would like a normal difficulty because it would I maybe I would have played it through on an easier... Because generally what I do with games is I play them through once on normal or easy... And then if I really dug it, I'm like, shit, I really dug that game. I'm, I want to play it through on hard. Yeah. And I feel like part of the one of the game design flaws, I think, and Thomas, you said that like they threw a lot of stuff in the game to make it easier. Like, hey, you don't want to face that boss? Do a summon. Like, it, to me, it's like, well, they should have. I mean, this is totally not a Dark Souls thing to do because that's just not the attitude of the game. But mm-hmm. I would have liked an. I would have liked an easier difficulty, and I would have played it more if I had an easier but what, difficulty. But my question is, like, what does that mean? So you just want to take less damage, I guess? Yeah. It, just it, take less what damage. What they do in every Or game. they have, like, okay. Yeah, yeah just what every game does with an easy difficulty is easier to, yeah, take less difficulty, you know, less difficulty, less do damage. Do more damage. Yeah, to yeah. be honest, like, now that I'm hearing this, I, I, I think an interesting thing would be, since it's obviously going for, like an older approach to game design. Yeah. Uh, like maybe from the NES era. Yeah. It would be a cool thing to incorporate like a cheat code system. Well, that's pretty much what the Infinite Souls glitch was, but that was an accident, yeah. right? Yeah, but yeah. like what if you could just like but, on the option screen hit like up, up, down, down, yeah. left, right, triangle, X, triangle. You're totally right. And then you get like a god mode. And, so you're not like taking away the experience and then it just like inhibits your online play yeah so that like you can still play it 
I think it's a great idea. I don't know. And I also don't think that that Infinite Souls glitch was much of a cheat code God mode thing. Did you use it? No. I got to... So I only got... But I beat the game at like 94, and I felt... Dude, my whole goal was to get to... I wanted my health up. I wanted my damage up, and I wanted my green bar up. I wanted my endurance up, or stamina, or whatever that was. I was like, I feel like those are the only things you really need to worry about. Like, Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't know. Maybe that made my playthrough a lot harder. Like, I don't... I never used... I never... I tried to equip one spell and could never get it to work. That was when I was fighting the last boss. Everybody was like, yo, dude, do that iron thing, because he comes at you, and you can absorb more damage. Mm -hmm. And I could just never get that... F and iron skin thing. Yeah, I don't know why that one Well, work. that's probably because I put no points into anything. That was the wildest shit I'd ever seen in my life, but it was selectable, but that's not yeah. here or there. I, uh, yeah. I like that cheat code idea, though. That's smart. Yeah. Well, because that's what... You also don't want people to get stuck. Because, like, frustration is a big part of the game, but there's there's a limit to that shit. Yeah. yeah. Like, there's got to be a point where, like, there's no point that if Andrew has put 900 hours in Dark Souls that he should be able to cut Gwen's effing head off. Like, I mean, you're right about that. But, again, I mean, if... If you fight through, Get good. <laughs> this is exactly John, you don't know how good that was. Like oh this is God. exactly like it beating the game and going through this experience. Yeah. I think not Thomas. I think there's a lot of people. It turns them into oh yeah the kind the kind of Dark Souls community that we've been talking about. The yeah. fact that they that they actually did what they needed to mm-hmm. do, and in that weird way, they like became their own little like Gwen. I, they they became like through playing the game. Yeah. They 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 went through this giant ridiculous thing. Yeah. And it, at the end, turned them into a little bit more of a monster than they realized. Well, I think the only people who hang around talking about Dark Souls are. People like Tom. Thomas Careful. Who, who Whoa, just, what are we talking about? Well, no, no, no. I'm saying, Thomas, you just have a genuine love for the game. I, I get that. I, I, I consider myself more of a uh, Knight Solaire. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's, I'm on that. Dude, that guy. Dude, again, how can this... The only character in the game that I felt like was a character, and I, Solaire, yeah. I get to the end... And he's mumbling to himself like an idiot, like, I can't find it, or I can't find it, or whatever. It was after I beat that lava yeah. boss. What was he talking and I, about? And I could not get the guy to talk to me, and I was like, what's wrong with you? So Tell lo- me how to be on your team right now. And I couldn't fucking figure out... A lot, of, it, the, a lot of the characters... Yeah, well, because he, he spent his entire time searching for the sun. Yeah. And then he got to the end and just kind of, like, gave lost- up on it. And then that caused him to go hollow. I, I, I do think I thought, that a lot of the a lot of the NPCs like seem to like slowly degenerate as yeah. your game goes on. Not many the of guy, them have like a good ending. But yeah, I thought you yeah. could save him. You can That's what I found out from the internet that there was a way to do it. And I was heartbroken because I couldn't open the door to go kill the maggot that I needed yeah. to kill so he didn't get his face eaten by it at the end. It's like, are you serious? 50 hours into this game, I can't yeah. save my dude? Yeah. I was, I was, I hated that. And then I yeah. saw him get eaten to death and then you sent me a picture of your player and you were wearing his helmet. I was, like, <laughs> I was like, dude, come on, man. Killing me with That's that. That's called a maggot hat, the thing with the... Uh, sunlight maggot. Yeah. yeah. I just wanted, I thought that was, I thought that was really interesting. I, that was, I was up against a wall at that point. I was like, I want to help this guy. That, that was a little story moment for me. I was yeah. like, I want to help that guy. Well, this see, and story. a lot of people would also say that the story, um... Can you save him, though? You maybe can't stories save him? is like those NPCs. Yeah. They all, all right, so... Last thing that I'm gonna say. Okay. So closing arguments. Yeah. Uh, you want to get into yeah, those? So so yeah. Thomas is first. 
So closing our argument, I think that uh, from software made Demon Souls. It was good. Yeah. Everyone thought it was great, and then they made Dark Souls, and they like vastly improved on it. Uh, a lot of people would say that Bloodborne is better at uh, integrating its tail throughout the game. Okay. You have like a better concept. For sure. But, Plus you have all the Lovecraft stuff that yeah. you can kind of like um, read about. Now, one thing that's cool is uh, y'all, I don't think, played this because it's the DLC. But the DLC... Uh, it's like the Old Hunters or something? No, not in B Bloodborne. This is in Dark Souls. Oh, so know. the DLC has you going like back in time to Ulisil. Okay. Where Knight Artorius was sent to like overtake the uh, abyss. That was like the owner of that wolf that you fought. I have no idea what you're talking about. Go ahead though. So anyway, uh, hmm. Gwen sends his like choice knight on a quest to like end the encroaching dark before the f fire fades. Okay. Because he's like a pure knight. He's strong. He will not be overcome by the dark. That's like what he thinks. That's what. Gwen thing. Is this a metaphor for you in this podcast? <laughs> okay. So you go to the past. Yeah. And uh, you end up fighting him. Okay. And killing him. Okay. Then uh, he dies. And then you end up fighting the abyss and overcoming that. Okay. But then the NPC that tells you to do these things. Sure. Says that you're from a future that we don't have. So your story will not be told. Okay. I am going to tell your story as if Knight Artorius overtook that. And he is going to be the legend that people draw inspiration from. Okay. And I think that's a super interesting way to tell the, um, the story of like how cool. legends yeah. begin. That it's often mm -hmm. not the uh, figure in the legend, but it's the, you know... Just the ev the everyday person that carries it out. Okay. I just think that's an interesting thing. That's actually a really cool DLC. Yeah, and I and I think that they get better with every game, like you said. Okay. So Tom's I mean Andrew, excuse me. Closing. Wrap up. Closing just like five sentences. Closing What's the thoughts. essence of your thoughts on Dark Souls? Closing thoughts. It's it's just a very strange personality that likes this game, but some people like it and <laughs> power to them. Whoa! <laughs> what? <laughs> That's I, I love a, that, that's dude. A, that's a that's dude. You are a good person to yeah. come to that. Holy yeah. crap! That's the closest to an about face I think we'll. That wasn't an about face. It was. Close, I dude. fucking hate this game. I think this there game you go. Dumb. I think this game. Come on, baby. There he is. Let's go. Okay, there's our little. We're doing this. Okay. There's our funny. This game's dog shit. The story is dog shit. The hitboxes are dog shit. I've never been so fucking frustrated with just a shitty ass developer, shitty ass game, but. There are people who like it. I'm glad that it's their weird little thing that they're into. And <laughs> okay. It's cool. It's cool, Dark Souls fans. I think it's a B minus, and I wish people would just appreciate the good shit about it and be honest with the bad shit about it. Be honest. That's yep. it. I would like to create this. <laughs> my, my thoughts on Dark Souls. <laughs> my final thoughts on Dark Souls. It's got its tribe. It's got its like, it's got its, it's got its tribe. Mm. I love it. I respect that tribe. I'm not going to be in that tribe, but <laughs> I don't want to wear those colors. I, I think, I think that the, I think that I want to occupy the space that I don't think a lot of people are in. I think I want to like respect. Yes. I, I think I want to like 
I want to respect the tribe. Because if you're not in the tribe, you're usually like pointing and mocking yeah. or criticizing the tribe. Yeah. And I don't want to do that. I want to be outwardly respectful mm-hmm. of the tribe. That's like my that's like my place. Yeah. I don't think there's very, very many people in that space. Yeah. And so it's um, polarizing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, no it's, one's making fun of Dark Souls people. Dark Souls people are making fun of us. That's wow. That's, we need there's... more fingers pointing that way. First off, <laughs> I will tell you the good, good crowd sucks. I'm not a part I was of it. Yeah, say... no, and I know you're not, and I know you're not. That's a yeah. hater statement, but there's a lot of truth to that. <laughs> like, I feel like we've already gotten into it. We're I'm 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 out, but that yeah. there's, there's there's truth to that. Well, we've come to it. So that is our uh, Dark Souls podcast. Thank you for listening. Thanks for listening. Um, next up, we have a a small reveal. For our next <laughs> podcast, oh, okay, uh, our very own Andrew Parker hey. shows the game, and that game is going to be uh-huh. Player Unknown's Battlegrounds. Pub fucking G, guys. Let me say a couple things. It's not first person. It's third person. No, I know, I know. Oh, I've, I've, I've seen person. it before. And guys, here's the thing. I wow. have. I own two Xboxes because I have my old one and then I have my new one. You still have your Xbox. I got everything. I, I got everything okay. I need. So I don't like. So when you were talking about, um, I don't want to be like a douche at all. I don't want to be like explaining the game to anybody. Like honestly, if the three of you guys played, I do think it's an important game to play with people. Yeah, because mm-hmm. it is fucking miserable to play alone. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I feel like battle royale is just it's a big thing. Like guys, this game has like dominated my night my life for the past since January. Okay. And. Call of Duty, like, has been sputtering for, like, ten years, and, like, no one has given a shit about shooters, and this game has, like, revitalized that whole genre. Okay. And there's a bunch of Battle Royale games coming out this fall, and I just feel like... Yeah, I know you, I let's know, do it. Yeah, I know y'all are... You, you sold me. You sold yeah, you me. don't have to sell it. Yeah, yeah, Save yeah. it. Save it. Me. Anyway, I, I think it's, like, worth... T- Battle Royale's worth talking about, and I... I hope you guys like it, or maybe this will be the summer of like games nobody fucking. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say, I do want to say ahead of time, y'all, it's com- y'all, it is broken as shit. The game is broken as shit. I'm gonna tell you that from my heart. The game's broken as shit. I will never like look down on you for struggling in this game. And but the last, it's been fun me yeah. playing with my friends and figuring the game out. And there's a bunch of bad people who start playing the game. Like like people aren't. They don't know what they're doing when they start the game. But anyway, it's a really I'm interesting. In. Okay, yeah. we're in. Guys, we're all in. Right. I'm glad right. y'all are in. I'm glad y'all are in. I really in. thought I'm y'all in. might quit the podcast. No, no, no. We're in the podcast. Uh, <laughs> it's the thank you for listening to Splash Damage. Hey, guys. Thanks for coming. PUBG coming up next month. Ooh. We'll see ya. Splash out. Good night. Bye. Good night. Good night.